0: Okay. (laughs)
1: All right. Episode number twenty three Shonen Goat Takes. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, It's your boy. Uh, we're back here, Shonen Go takes per usual. Uh, we're here to do one thing and one thing only tell you the absolute best takes on what is going on in the manga scene at the moment. And that's that's what we're here to do for real, for real. And uh, I do pop in for like PC anime on Saturdays as well to kind of reinforce the go to takes that I say uh, all the time. You feel me? Utmost confidence. That's what all we're here to do, you know? talk about some anime and manga for fun that's what we're here for so um there's really not a lot of like manga going on right now uh i would say like one piece is on break this week black clover is on break this week i think my hero was on break this week uh from my memory i think Jujutsu kaisen was like the only one that seemed to be like the main one that seemed to be like not on break. Yeah, My heroes on break as well. So it was like, all of them are on break, so really couldn't talk about much of them. But there was Jujutsu Kaisen, so we're going to we're gonna peep that before we kind of get into the meat and potatoes of what we're doing here. So, Jujutsu Kaisen, chapter 230, was a pretty interesting chapter. Uh, we, it featured, obviously, Sakuna and Gojo continuing their fight, and it seems like it's coming to its conclusion. It seems like it's coming to its climax where we have a pretty ambiguous winner at this point. We don't really know who's leading, right? We have uh, Gojo kind of wearing himself out, using domain expansion too many times, using his reverse curse technique too many times, and basically frying out his brain to the point where he no longer can use domain Expansion. We have Sukuna, who also was using Domain Expansion a lot, and in addition to that, he was always very wary of uh, Gojo's uh, infinity, you know what I'm saying, and one of his countermeasures was using that secret uh, curse technique from the Megami clan, and the only way he was able to use it is kind of cheating, bro, he kind of cheated, low-key, by using Megami's soul to kind of uh, take the brunt of the After Effects, so he had that but after everything said and done both of them completely burned out both of them can no longer use the curse technique now i'm not going to deep dive into like the intricacies of that because you know i just read it once for the most part if i wanted to do a video or something i may read it like 10 times in terms of jujutsu kaisen but for the most part it's just kind of enjoyable and Sukuna versus Goju at this point, it seems like all they're going to do for moving forward is just hands, just pure boxing at this point. And since we're at the point where it's just hands, just boxing, low key, we don't need any more narration. Like I don't, I feel like you could do a good enough, a good extended point of action of them kind of, they already went through their intricate techniques. Now, just let them fight. Let them put it out. Put out the hands and just go at it at this point. So uh, all the side characters that are a part of this fight, they can be quiet now. They don't need to narrate anymore. And then we will be good. I would say it's, it wasn't a big problem in terms of narration. I think the perfect opportunity to have long-winded narration from the side characters is when they're not fighting. When they're kind of having a dialogue. I mean that's when it's okay to kind of go into what just happened versus what is going on, what will happen. Perfect opportunity in the midst of the fight while they're fighting. I still completely disagree that it's a good strategy to have a like text and beyond text, beyond text of narration while they're fighting. You know what I'm saying? So I would say uh, the the big question right now in terms of Jujutsu Kaisen is will it finish? a top 10 fight of all time. Sukuna versus Gojo. My expectation considering this is what Jujutsu Kaisen was building itself up to, you know, kind of similar to um you know if you're watching a boxing match, right? You're watching a boxing match and you're leading up to the main event. Well, the main event here was always going to be Sukuna versus Gojo, not Yuji versus Gojo, not Sukuna versus Kenjaku. It was Sukuna versus Gojo. My expectation was top three fights of all time. And as of right now, I'm very questionable. What's good, Tume? He said, the latest chapters of African 100 and MHA have been crazy. Your thoughts? Um, I've been pretty honest on what I think about MHA and uh, African 100. I, I care about storytelling. You, I'm objective here. That's all I do. I give objective, go to take. So when it came to uh, My Hero Academia, I've already said that the story between Toga and Uraraka was actually well-written. It was a good story. Even if you kind of try to make the case that in a when you compare them in terms of their importance to the overall plot, sure, you can make the argument that they're not nearly as relevant as a Shigaraki, as a Dabi, as a Todoroki, as a Deku, as a Bakugo. right? That's perfectly fine. I would adhere to that. But in this vacuum of what their story was between each other with Toga being an individual who was not necessarily ostracized to the extent of like the lizard guy, but was still kind of not belonging in normal society. And the reason why this is important to, to kind of note is it kind of gives another perspective because people there are people in society that aren't necessarily like different but they're like unique in their own way to the point where they don't feel like they belong and that was toga toga perfectly embodied the type of character that just was different enough to feel like she didn't belong in current society right and then you have other people and i think this is so true in terms of politics i'm not gonna go into politics too much but kind of listen to me This is so true in terms of politics, because we have a lot of people who have maybe a red pill opinion where they think, you know, the man should be provider. Well, then a bunch of people start hating on this individual and they keep on pushing them and pushing them to the side even worse. And they become worse and worse and worse. That is exactly who Toga was. She was a person who had issues. But the problem was, is people kept on pushing her away. They kept on pushing her away to the point where even though her issues were relatively minor, she eventually felt like she couldn't belong in normal society, normal hero society. So she found one community she could belong to, the villain society. And that's why it's a perfect analogy. And that villain society corrupted her more, but she had nowhere else to go. And she fell deeper and deeper into the pits of the evilness of villain society. And it took like someone like Uraraka, who was will- who had the open mind, who didn't really have the kind of ambition as like a Deku Bakugo, but cared about people to reach out to her as an individual person and make her see that someone does care about her. There is a, there's a story in this that in a vacuum is so powerful. And even though I wasn't like the biggest fan of Uraraka, even though I wasn't the biggest fan of Toga, you cannot say, you cannot say that this wasn't a well-written dichotomy between the two. You can't. So Toga versus Udurako, Toga versus Udurako is arguably very, very powerful, just like their relationship between each other. As for Fabrican 100, Fabric in 100 was always cool. I'm very con- uh, confused on whether or not that new character is dead. It'd be kind of crazy if they killed off an important character very early on in the series, but it just seems like, hey man, Fabric in 100 is kind of going for it. I am kind of concerned in the sense that it seems to me that Fabric in 100 may not have the popularity it deserves. I think it's interesting, and I do think it's unique, but I can't really say like it it, it kind of stands out necessarily. I can't make that assessment there's no factor about fabricant hundred that stands out compared to like other manga that are out right now. And it seems to me considering like um, fabricant number 99 was recently just came back in the story. It's very possible that we could have a rush ending in the, in the manga ends in like 50 chapters. I'm not saying it will happen, but I'm saying it's a, it's a possibility and that'll be unfortunate because I do see a lot of potential in this series. They just got to start like catching the audience real quick. They got to catch the audience. Um, So that's very important. So to kind of touch back on Sukuna versus Gojo, do I think it will end up a top 10 fight of all time? Well, there's a lot of like great fights. I think the best way to kind of determine how great a fight would be, would be kind of like looking at the anime. And I stand by the idea that if this was animated, that it could be better especially the narration they kind of put in the background to the, to uh, like cine, cinematic scenes of Gojo and Sukuna fighting and using their abilities. So it could like work in theory. Uh, you said, I wouldn't say the League corrupted her so much as they enabled her by not finding healthier alternatives for our bloodlust, though they aren't to blame because they themselves has no options really. Um, corrupted. Uh, I mean, I guess it depends on how you look at the term. I think you can more than say they corrupted her. But I don't think, like you said, I think the better term would be enabling. But like I said, it's kind of very similar to the politics stuff. And you could argue corruption. You can gar- argue enabling. Regardless, that the big point of emphasis here is that she was different. She got pushed to another. She got pushed to a side. And that side kept on pulling her in. And she kept on getting deeper and deeper into her spear and her spear obviously is a, was a spear of villain so and in any situation no matter who you are getting kind of put in an echo chamber and kind of reinforcing the ideology of this echo chamber is never a good idea and um as for if they're the blame like i mean they are to blame at the end of the day they turned her more evil right Like if if you're doing a bad thing, I can't not blame the people around you to kind of turn you into a bad person. So they're definitely to blame, but it's, it's a, it's a combination of a lot of different factors. I would say hundred percent, but Sukuna versus Gojo. It's really hard. I would have to create a whole kind of top 10 list. Like we got great fights. Like for example, Naruto versus pain, right? Or Itachi versus Sasuke. Would it be better than that? Very, very interesting. Ichigo versus Ukiyoro. It really depends on how this translates to anime. If the anime really just has a bunch of dialogue and no fighting, it could ruin the flow of the fight. Uh, Sorry for the tangent, but I've been really tearing into Chojin X. It's been so good seeing all the developments and the art is just breathtaking. Oh, yeah, I very much agree. I mean, if you're a fan of Tokyo Ghoul, you like Chojin X, and you like Wild Strawberry. So Wild Strawberry is a new manga I'll talk about in a second. So uh, Chojin X is really good, made by the same person that made Tokyo Ghoul. It's uh, extremely interesting. I don't think it's as good as Tokyo Ghoul necessarily, but it really depends on how deep their story goes. Um, it definitely hurts, in my opinion, the fact that they keep on going on these long breaks. But this eventually could get an anime as well, so that could be a good thing for the series. We're going to have to see... If that is the case, but I do like the progression of the main character. Very similar how I like the progression of Ken Kaneki. Ken Kaneki, I think, is one of the greater protagonists in a uh, manga and anime. And Tokyo, the main character of uh, Chojin X, has very great character development as well. So we'll see how it works out. I'm very curious to see how they kind of do things with the other two main characters. But the story is extremely complex. So if you are if you like that type of stuff, you're going to like Chojin X. And you're going to like Wild Strawberry. Wild Strawberry, to me, is like, at this point, I think you could say it's like a combination of Tokyo Ghoul and, like, Demon Slayer to an extent. So it has a very Tokyo Ghoul-type tone, right? You have these individuals that exist in this world who have this monster-like ability. In Tokyo Ghoul, there are ghouls that ate humans. In Wild Strawberry, there are plant-monster-type people who... uh also kind of like infest humans and also kind of eat humans so very similar monster people eat humans very bad if you're infected you are also bad type five right very simple so it's that type of tone if you like that type of stuff you're gonna like wild strawberry has three chapters so far and uh another great thing about wild strawberry is it has an interesting kind of demon slayer narrative push uh, Tokyo Ghoul kind of lacked direction in terms of plot. It's kind of just finding out what's going on. I think a good thing about Wild Strawberry right now is the direction is that the main character was in f- the, the main character's sister went inside his body to kind of keep him alive and keep his heart pumping. So she's like in his body. The plot is him trying to take her out of his body and return her back to normal. That is his job. That was. That's what he's trying to do. Bring her back to life, basically. So you kind of see that time of deepens layer. I'm gonna save my sister type plot in a in a world full of monsters, and I'll do whatever necessary to do so. So while start, we got some interesting tone, interesting story, interesting uh, art, and the plant based monster abilities, like they got a whole organization that uses plant based monster weapons. So you 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 can see the vibe. It's a very obvious what vibe they're trying to go for. Yes, animation would bring the combat up a notch. The visuals help to boost the manga art. in hindsight. I don't get I have a clear-cut favorite, but the fight is entertaining. Who's winning to you? Who's winning? Um, I would have said Sukuna was winning, but he at the, at this point, he's also brought all his cards out. Like He's no longer going to be able to use his domain expansion. He's no longer going to be able to use the uh, shadow monster. So uh, that's infesting in Megumi. Uh Sukuna is kind of like honestly, the only reason why Sakuna's has have the edge right now is because he has Megami. If it was just Sukuna versus Gojo, you could argue that Gojo would have won. So I'm I'm I mean Sakuna's probably gonna win due to narrative, but I can I could also see it ending in like a tie low-key. No exorcist is not really doing it for me. Felt a bit too generic for my taste, even by chapter three. Um, I said Noe's exorcist for me, had interesting potential. It had big, big bleach vibes, you know, with the, you know, kind of the Soul Reaper slash Exorcist type vibe. The art was kind of dark. They can transform into these, like, Soul Reaper Exorcist abilities. Um, You had, like, these things that kind of look like hollows, in my opinion. But I'm going to agree with you. No Way's Exorcist doesn't seem like it has the factor to me. It's kind of too childish for me. Um, It's not The plot is very basic. It really is like a whole kind of plot point was the fact that the main character, this is a whole chapter. The main character was kind of teased that he uh, as a kid, he was teased for like looking at a girl in a swimsuit. And a whole plot was he couldn't look at girls in a swimsuit. So it's childish. It's like middle school-y. Um, They're really playing up the fact that he's the shy guy character, but all these cute, pretty women are like surrounding him. It's like, okay, like you're just kind of trying to appeal to like the very boorish, like teenage boy. But overall, the plot doesn't seem that complex and not that interesting. You're going to have to noise. Actually, if they want to survive the axe, they really have to start showing a good plot. Because what I'm seeing now from Noise Exorcist is kind of mid. And arguably, probably the worst series right now out of the new manga. And I'm just being honest. Uh, so we'll see. I I can't. I don't have high hopes for Noise Exorcist. But you never know. It could turn it around. Obviously, it could, it's possible. But I definitely recommend Wild Strawberry so far for three chapters. I think that one's pretty interesting. Don't really have strong opinions yet. But uh, pretty interesting. Gokuro guy, I think that's the next big manga. I think it's the next big thing. I already talked about it. A lot of series lately that have uh, been coming out have been big Tokyo Ghoul vibe type series. And I think, I mean, that's smart. Tokyo Ghoul was a good series, very popular, got its anime, although the anime adaptation was kind of mid. But overall, Tokyo Ghoul is fun. And I can't really say much, much more than that for the most part. Uh, other things that I was checking out, I checked out, uh, finally watched two anime, because I haven't been watching anime lately, because usually takes some time. But I took some time out of my day to watch some anime, and I've watched Oshinoko. So this is a series that people have been hyping up for so long when it comes down to Oshinoko. People were saying that Oshinoko is so good, it's so amazing. And after watching it, I can honestly say, objectively, of course, it's good it's a good anime it's a good series now it's big into its storytelling and it's a uh, complex character interactions uh if you don't know the plot of oshinoko it's not an action series so if people like action sorry but it's more of a character nar- character narration driven series and it's big into like its mystery element as well and as pop pop stars you know pop girls so uh if you like that as well you know i'm saying k-pop fans Oshinoka kind of features two fans who were um knew each other but don't know each other now as of right now in the anime two fans who get reincarnated as the babies of the of the pop star that they love Um they love the pop star it's kind of cringe that she was only 16 when she had babies and They were kind of infatuated with her. Well, one of the older guys who was an old man was kind of infatuated with her. But I think it was more of a fan thing, hopefully. So with that said, uh, they were kind of raised. They were reincarnated as her two twins. So she had twins. And then they grew up as the child with the mind of their former life and their mother being this pop star. Major spoilers ahead if you don't want to listen. Don't listen, but... What happens next after a couple... Oh, first episode is an hour long, by the way. Just letting you know, it's kind of a prologue. Uh, Major spoilers. The mother dies. She gets killed by someone. And obviously, the the two main characters are very distraught and very sad. And the main main character thinks that their secret dad that we don't know is involved. So he's going to track him down. And he says he's going to kill him because he might be involved in the death of this pop star. So they grow up, you know they grow up normally. Now in the main story, they're about like 16, 17 years old. Uh, the girl, Ruby is trying to become a pop star and the guy try, kind of trying to get into the industry, aqua that wants to kill his dad, he becomes an actor but he's just trying to get in, in, in the industry so he can find his dad because his dad's in the industry so as you can see there's things to like there's cute characters there's great character interaction i don't really think it's cringe in the terms of like oh yeah he was an old man before now he's a teenager i don't get that vibe the reason why is he grew up like acting normal for the most part but he they they made a good point and i think this is so prevalent even though you have the mind of an old man old man from your, your former life if you grow 16 years and developed normally from a baby to 16 you have every right to kind of live as a 16 year old like you developed as a 16 you just have memories of a past life at that point so um it's not really re- weird at that moment and he said like my brain is developing matching my body now so it's like it makes sense oceanoku oh, is really good regardless i think the character interactions are very interesting Um, the the other pop stars that ruby meets and to form the idol group is good I right i'm really if you once you meet kana i'm a big fan of kana but you you kind of will see where i'm going with that kana is great in my opinion i i i, I kind of like her story she's definitely a central focus story a character and i do think it's a good healthy mix of comedy mystery and all that great stuff check out Oshinoko. With that said, the other animated that I saw was The Devil is a Part-Timer. I'm super late on The Devil is a Part-Timer. People were talking about that for so long. I finally watched it, and I it's interesting, right? It's not the craziest series. I don't think it's like the most narratively convoluted, but it was made back then. I have to see season two. I haven't seen season two yet, but uh, the action is clean, especially for the time. The comedy is funny. It's a funny series. If you like comedies, check it out as they work at a McDonald's and they're competing with SFC and there's a moonbucks, You know what I'm saying? Like funny demon Lord becomes a part-time worker at a fast food restaurant. Very, very entertaining, very enjoyable. Now, the big thing I want to do while I'm here, since there's really no manga to talk about is I want to go over a lot of these, these anime and manga that I've watched. And maybe I have to rewatch them to be kind of get my full opinions. But I'm going to try to objectively analyze a lot of these series in a very brief fashion. Right. So, so far, the series that I've objectively analyzed and put a list for, I've objectively analyzed the manga for Black Cat. I gave a 5 out of 10. So it's average. Fairy Tale. I've read the entire manga and watched the entire anime. I gave a 6 out of 10. Hell's Paradise. Read the entire manga, seven out of ten. Magi, I gave an eight out of ten. Really good. Read the entire manga. Promised Neverland. I got a seven out of ten. I thought it was pretty cool. Seven Deadly Sins, seven, six out of ten. I think it's better than average, but the stories, you know, nothing crazy, in my opinion. And some of the anime that I've done objective an- analysis about. Assassination Classroom, I gave a seven out of ten. I think the the emotion, the story over there is amazing. Full Metal Alchemist, I give an eight out of ten. I think you could argue it's a nine out of ten. I'm more than willing to hear you. I mostly kind of had this like a high hot like a high eight or probably not. If it was a high eight, it'd probably be closer to a nine, but i give it an eight out of ten. Mob Psycho, I'll give a six, and then Naruto. Yeah, Mob Psycho season three brought that series down tenfold. And then Naruto, I'll give an 8 out of 10. So let's uh, look at my list, my vast list. So first we've got Gurren Lagann, right? I've watched the entire anime of Gurren Lagann. I didn't watch any of the Gurren Lagann movies, so I can't really speak on what they're about. And I'm not going to like go back and watching them. I just watched the anime. Gurren Lagann, I, f- I feel like for a lot of people, is like one of the better anime you, you will see. You know, it's two seasons, like the first season, you kind of get to see the come up of Simone and the relationship he has with Kamina. And then the second season, you get to see the society and after everything that has happened, this new society, and then all the kind of intricacies about why the world was like this. And can we kind of go against the the ultimate evil, which is the anti-spiral? I would say this uh, had some great moments. The the interaction, the relationship between Simone and uh, the the main, not the main girl. The main girl is Yoko. The girl after that, I forget her name. Uh, I would say it's kind of bittersweet in a lot of the relationships. I'm not gonna spoil too much on like Yoko's relationship with certain people and Simone's relationship with certain people because it's kind of bittersweet. Uh, there's really no happy endings if I be completely honest. But the action is top tier. The the motivation communA believe in the version of you that I believe. I feel like I said that wrong. uh Believe in me. Nah, forget, hold hold on. hold on. What's good, bro?
2: You're. How
1: you feeling, mad guy? You're. <laughs> That's how I'm feeling. <laughs> like I'm gonna say he's lit right now.
2: Not yet, not yet. I just got home. I'm done for the weekend, so pretty happy.
1: I feel that, bro. You know, I'm just here t- talking anime and manga for fun every single
2: week. You know, always I'm surprised you're doing. You I'm surprised you're doing since like it was mad dry this week.
1: Yeah, I actually didn't know there was gonna be mad dry until I started opening up. Oh. Okay, let me <laughs> let me read up. Um, so I kind of winged. I was like, okay, what am I gonna talk about? There's like not much manga, um, but i got uh, there's always something to talk about because i thought oh, yeah. about i thought i want i finally watched that anime Oshinoko. if you know what i'm talking about um it was like it's this new anime that everybody was talking about i finally watched the devil's part-timer season one i finally watched oh that.
2: i've seen clips of that uh it's actually pretty funny
1: yeah it, i agree i think it was pretty funny it, it was fun. very satire humor uh so i i think that was enjoyable
2: um actually yeah, in I'm, terms of in terms of like of like isekai I actually think that that's like one of the better ones like on the low Um I'm fine with that opinion I have to see season 2 <laughs> for sure I've only I've only seen stuff from the the uh, the uh, first one I don't think it's like
1: story-wise comparable to some of them, but I think entertainment-wise I, I would, mean you could argue it's probably If you're
2: looking at the sea of of like of like actual isekai and not like what I think is the isekai, but the ones that are actually genreed isekai, there's a lot of bad ones. There's a lot of bad ones. True. I would say if I had to make a list, to be fair, I haven't watched Re:Zero.
1: I probably You need to watch that one's actually like I, maybe,
2: maybe I will. I, the main character just doesn't appeal to me, so it's kind of hard. It's good, but I, I hate to say this because I don't want to like deter you from watching it. But I feel like you won't like it because of the main character. But it, outside of Subaru, it's really not bad. Like, it's really not. It, it's a so, very, it's, it's like an interesting take on Isekai in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I mean, a big thing for me in terms of likability, like I, I would have to kind of like, okay, who's Who's the character that's pushing the narrative, and
2: obviously the main character at the end of the day? Right, I like it's him. Um, it's because I know I, that outside of Aaron, you don't like simps. so it's like it's just kind of rough.
1: Aaron is not a simp. so I'm disrespecting him. That's besides
2: the point. That wasn't the, the topic. I was just saying outside. Uh, of- you brought Aaron for no reason. But, uh,
1: <laughs> I just, I really just don't like. Like, to be fair, I don't know anything about ReZero, but he seems very whiny. He seems kind of pathetic. He seems like something someone I can't rely on. I
2: just don't like those type of characters, cause like, but but like most main characters, when the chips are are down, they always come through, though. But like, does he come through? Cause of, like he comes through, or does he come through because of BS? I mean, like most main characters, it's a little bit of both. I I can't just say it's all BS. Like sometimes he does actually just like man up and is like I gotta do this. But it's like one of the big things though is like in this fantasy world, like. For the intents of this conversation, he doesn't have any powers. So, like, he's like powerless in this world of like highly skilled people and people that have magic and monsters and all kind of stuff. So, but dude, does he
1: eventually become like
2: cool? Like, eventually? I mean, cool is a spectrum, you know? So, like, it mm-hmm. depends. To me, he isn't cool, but to somebody else, he might be cool.
1: Okay, I'm going to assume he's not cool. That's what I'm going <laughs> <on that table. laughs> uh, to assume.
2: Because I'm. Be- I'm not I'm trying to be, it, it's like, like a lot of the characters around him are really hype and really strong and stuff. So that's like, you know. Good. Cause, Cause like if I compare it to like some series that I know, right? um Even like Attack
1: on Titan, <laughs> like at first part of Attack on Titan, Aaron wasn't my favorite. It wasn't until the time skip that I was like, bro, the character development, how he is now, his manipulative ways, like he's become my favorite character. Like, the Subaru, obviously, I don't expect him to have the Aaron type character development, but does he have some type of ter- development
2: on on that track? Like, I don't mean something? to turn this into like a like a, like Aaron character like discussion, but I think one of my favorite things about Aaron's character is that at his core, he's still like the same. Because like I know a lot of people harp for the crying and stuff in the end and all that, but like yeah. Aaron has always been like that. He's like he's like an emotionally charged dude. Like oh yeah, he, he
1: put all those emotions away to kind of accomplish his exactly.
2: Goal. So like he became different, but that how he wasn't in, like, this is who he is. Like, so I don't because, think I because people say, like, Oh they're like, oh, he turned into a punk. And it's like he didn't really turn into a punk. He just like that's just he's he just being himself. Like he, he dropped his whole thing for a second.
1: Yeah, because like I guess the big thing for me too is like the maturity of characters. I the kind of like when um I guess that's the big thing for me when it comes, like, Black Clover and My Hero Academia, right? The wanting for Deku to mature, and I think the, the anti-villain stuff, definitely seen him mature, but that was such a short arc, you don't really get to see who he, who, he's, who he is. Now it's like, I don't know if he really changed. And then Asta, I'm also kind of like, how much did Asta change? So it's like, that, that's a big part. Not necessarily you have to be a different person based on the scenario, but, like, show some maturity. It, it, like. kind,
2: it kind of sucks because, like... I'm not going to say a lot, but I do think the whole flat character or static character thing where it's like, oh, the character stays the exact same and they change the environment around them. Like, it's not bad. It just does leave you wanting more, especially when it's the main character. Like, for, for some people, it works out. Like, I think for, for Luffy, Luffy's like a very, like, he's like a serial offender where he gets a lot of passes on, like, minimal character development. But like he's
1: also very lucky that there's so much other characters that kind of make
2: up for that lack of uh development. I i guess it also works out too because he, he changed like he has big ripples to, to the world. So it really like it's like okay. Cause like he feels like gets
1: shit done too.
2: He does too. Whereas like Asta, it's like it's like, can you really say that the Heart Kingdom is any different after dealing with Asta? Like, not really. Like he didn't really change anything in the Heart Kingdom. The Clover yeah. Kingdom at like at whole is still pretty much the same, like <laughs> it's still like he didn't change for like Nozel is not different or anything, you know what I mean? Like they're still basically the same people. Marichuona is still Marichuona, like you know. So
1: Noelle I, had a bigger impact if we're being honest in terms of changing people. She kind
2: of did. Like the only people I has really changed is like the Black Noelle. Bulls. <laughs> to be I'll fair, give, yeah. I'll give him. I'll give him like the like you know Luck Noelle, Gauche.
1: To be fair, you know, but, you know, it was more so like at their childhood, he changed them. He didn't really change them. When he, it's like, when he I, I think, you
2: know, has changed Asa almost as, like slightly or I think Asa has changed, you know, like a little bit more than, you know, has for Asa because, you know, has like pushed Asa in a good direction. Like, I do think without, you know, I don't think Asa is the same.
1: Oh, for sure. You wouldn't have that type of motivation to be as good because, you know, is like the, the pinnacle of who Asa wants to be. Right. He always constantly pu- pushes himself. Exactly. Um, he didn't
2: have, you know, he would be so different.
1: Ex- I agree. So, you know, I, I mean, I'm feeling what you're saying in terms of the, the, the isekai stuff with the devil's a part-timer. Um, so I feel you there. Uh, did you... Have you checked out that new manga, The Wild Strawberry, yet?
2: No. No, I have not.
1: It's like, this is what I said about it. I said, like, it's heavy, heavy Tokyo Ghoul vibes in terms of tone. Um... Because it has that same type of like story where it's people getting infected to become a monster. In Wild Strawberry, it's plant monster people. And, oh, uh, people. that one. Okay.
2: I remember exactly which one this is. Because you were telling me about it the last time we were on here. Yeah. I can't remember so, if that was last week or two weeks ago. But yeah, I, I it, remember you telling me.
1: I do think it's pretty interesting. A third chapter came out. And it, another kind of element the reason why i'm talking about it again is it, now it kind of has a center plot whereas like i felt like tokyo ghoul even though it was great i didn't feel it was kind of reactionary to new circumstances mm-hmm. whereas wild strawberry they're going like the demon slayer route in the sense that the main character is going to save his sister that is the the goal of the story he's going to save his sister's life uh so having direction i do think always helps when it comes yes. to the
2: story Especially for these newer series, or just, I mean, I guess stories in general, like really establishing what your, like at least your beginning center plot is going to be, quickly is important because then you're like left in this weird, limboy type space. Cause I feel like that was one thing with like, if I think about like maybe, what's a good one? Bleach. Kind of, kind of. Oh, well, no bleach. Oh yeah, Bleach didn't really set set up a center plot, but it didn't. It didn't hurt them though, I guess. You know, like it didn't really hurt them not really having a center plot. Like, I will really say that's early. kind of
1: also it's kind of a reason why people for the most part. If we're talking about generalities, there's probably one of the biggest reasons why Bleach is not compared is not as good as Naruto and One Piece, in a lot of people's opinions. It's because it didn't have that
2: center goal for Ichigo to kind of do. See, because Ichigo's a weird character in a sense of like he does change and stuff, but it's like he just like I guess it goes back to something you had just said. It's very like reactionary. Whereas like is typically reacting to a situation that got put on him. So now he has to protect people that got affected by a situation. So it's like yeah. he doesn't really want it, anything except for his people to be good. So
1: which is fair, but you also got a situation where a lot of the arcs kind of feel the same in terms of flow. Where oh, they are.
2: They literally are. Yes, yeah, something goes wrong.
1: Ichigo needs to protect everybody, so he goes and fix the problem.
2: I could okay. even do you one better. It's literally something goes wrong. One of his friends, get kidnapped and he has to go save him.
1: Yeah. I'll well, say the final arc, nobody got kidnapped, I think. Well, I technically. you but-
2: It was it was literally you Like he didn't get quote unquote kidnapped, but he had to go save him. Like it was the whole thing where my friend is gone. I need to get them. Because that was his whole thing. He wanted to get you. Uri- yeah.
1: Um, I'll say this. Yeah. I do think it's a, it, it does help. Um, but there are series that can pull it off. Like, very few, though. Like, Bleach was very successful. Tokyo Ghoul was very successful. Um, I don't really... Can't really think of much other series, though, that have, like, no... Was Seven Deadly Sins? No, tech- Elizabeth had to find the sins, I guess.
2: Yeah, it was like... Yeah, yeah. Kind of spiraled into fairy tale. Yeah. Well, no, it was fine. Igneel. That was, like day one chapter one. he's trying to find Igneel
1: it never felt like the stories about him finding Igneel though
2: but it was like in the very early parts it was like everything that that Natsu was kind of like it, okay so it'd be like they do some silly mission and then like there'd be oh we hear some there's some information about Igneel or something or there'd be somebody who might know something
1: yeah to be fair a lot of the things regarding Tale is like what is what happened to the dragons What what's going on with the dragons Eclimogia. That
2: is like the main, yeah, that's like the main thing with fairy tales. like all revolved around the freaking dragons.
1: Speaking <laughs> of dragons, have you seen Dead Rock yet? Please tell me you've seen Dead Rock already. I have yet. not,
2: no, I, I forgot all oh about my it.
1: Oh my God, bro. I need some, another person's opinion about my... spin oh Oh, I I didn't sp- I tell you that, because I, I don't think we talked about, We okay, I think we talked about the fact that um, I was going to read Dead Rock, and I, and then we were saying I'm going to be the new Mashima guy, and then yeah. I, I don't think we talked
2: after I read Dead Rock. No, I, I don't know what your opinion is now. You like it, uh, like it?
1: I do like it. I do like Dead Rock. I think it's very interesting. Um, I can see why Rax doesn't like it because. I, <laughs> rax is a very particular i'm sorry bro he uh, he has a, he kind of really <laughs> likes this kind of like power friendship type series if we're being honest um because dead rock in the in the first chapter so many people die like it's oh, a, wow. <laughs> like so many people like mashima is going very gritty he's not going power well he still might to be fair but i mean t- he's going like- very gritty
2: I can kind of see it from like his like evolution of Fairy Tale to Eden Zero, and now I guess it's because Eden Zero is like much darker than like Fairy Tale in my opinion.
1: oh yeah. Especially, I mean, to be fair, now it seems like they might have lightened it up because everybody's like new good guys now, but they could still go very dark. Right, very it could still get Eden go really
2: Earth. south really fast. So you want me to tell you about Dead Rock? I mean, you can give or me like a, a like a, like a little synopsis. I am going to read it, but you can give me like. Uh, like a, Because I don't even know anything There's about a big
1: it. spoiler at the end of the of the chapter. Mm-hmm. You want me to tell you that as well? Dang. No. Okay. No. Mm-hmm. I- I'll tell you a little things a little bit then, without kind of spoiling the big spoiler at the end. Which, I think the spoiler at the end hooked me. a spoiler okay. at the end uh, for sure hooked me. And then maybe the main character, go like, bro, this guy low-key might surpass Shiki as my favorite Marshmallow character. Like, he he's he's interesting. He's your
2: favorite Mashima character.
1: I've only seen Fairy Tale and Eden's. I haven't seen Raven. I thought Master, you'd so. like
2: like Gray or something or God or like I'm one talking of about
1: protagonists.
2: Protagonist. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I was like, I would have thought one of them side characters would have been way more favorite by you. Like,
1: oh my overall favorite is probably Gray. Probably Gray's overall favorite. Great. Um, yeah, I don't think I, I agree with Rax in terms of the side character for Eden Zeros don't hit as much. Compared to Fairytale?
2: It's weird. It's because, like, they were good in the beginning, but it's it's, it's just kind of weird. I feel like Weiss and, like, Homura and Rebecca, like, fell off as as the chapters went on one.
1: I'd say, at the very least, Rebecca still held a lot of importance towards Wise and Homura. Homura completely lost her importance.
2: <laughs> after, yeah, like, 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 after the stuff bro. with, like, her mom and the son, arc, it was just like, yeah, I just kind of live here.
1: <laughs> like, well, are you caught up with the final arc?
2: No, no, I'm not. Well, well I know she doesn't really do much in there.
1: Oh, but... do you want me to spoil you?
2: Yeah, you can go ahead. Valkyrie I, I, back. Yeah, I, I actually knew that because I know a lot of stuff about it. I just haven't like read it because I still get like the freaking spoilers like every chapter. So like I have okay, like that enough. that that very general knowledge, but I don't know, like the ins and outs.
1: I mean, now that Valkyrie's back, Homer's homo's role is gone like she has no role in the story i
2: honestly didn't like the decision to do that reset universe thing i really didn't like that choice
1: it really depends on how they execute it because um at the end of the day this is part of like mashima's bigger plot for eden zero in terms of the final timeline in terms of finding mother
2: so like i I would have to see how he
1: executes it
2: i hate time stuff time time stuff is so uh and i was with his time weirdness up until this point this is where i'm i was like and i get it the ending could be some kind of crazy payoff or something but going through all of this it's just like uh, like maybe it's one of those things where it might be better on like a binge read instead of weekly because that's how i I feel
1: i definitely see what you're saying another thing that they said is they no longer can go back in time now because this is the final timeline so they can't do that go back in time to save everybody so they can't do that anymore but it don't, it does throw me off where it's like a lot of characters that had bad endings before are now having happy endings but like i can see mashima well to be fair mashima doesn't track record Fair fairytale doesn't really kind of say that he's going to do this but i can see it getting very dark for the characters mm-hmm. but it's possible we'll see but as for dead rock Deadrock is really interesting uh the premise of the story is like everybody's in this underworld so all the characters are in like an underworld uh and the the story revolves around Deadrock, which is a school so it has kind of like the uh you know those type of fantasy series where like the story kind of center around the characters being at this academy like like mashall yeah yeah kind of like that
2: or like U D O G X. gx um,
1: uh sure like that as well but so like they're all at an academy and the goal of the academy is to kind of get like be great so you can go to the human world and take over humanity so like this the story is centered around bad guys like all most of the characters are bad guys um except for the protagonist it seems but you'll see what i'm talking about when you see the spoiler at the end um and the another kind of big thing for these series is like they're demons, right? And a lot of these demons characters are like related to like some mythology. For example, there's characters that are related to Idrift, there's characters related to Thor, there's characters related to um uh basically like any god or mytho- mythological creature or something like that. There's like a necromancer character that she's a main character. So. Uh, there's a lot of characters that's related to a mythology. So Mashima was like genius, like a lot of people of mythology, character related to mythology. I can go go places with this. So genius move behind that. Uh, and uh, the main character is related to acnologia. I'm not I'm not even lying. He's like, of course, not means. it's not Achnologia, but it's Achnologia. If you know, what right. Right. I know what you mean. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. So um, but, you know, he likes his dragon stuff, so I can't be mad at it. So with that said, uh, yeah, all these characters want to be the top of the academy go, and then go to the human world and take over humanity. They want to be the big baddie. So I would say that's kind of the premise of the story. A lot of the main characters from it seems like um, there's an ice character. You know, he's kind of the cool guy. Right. And he uses a sword. Cool ice
2: guy with sword, though. His ice characters, man.
1: He does. I'll give him like this guy is cool cuz he uses a sword. So it's different enough. He guys like he also kind of has uh I forget what like god or with myth- mythological creatures connected to. I forget. But he kind of he has that cool guy stoic personality. Much more stoic than Grey. But he uses a sword, so I give him a pass, Loki.
2: It's like, um, great in the beginning kind of had, like, this aura, but he had that freaking trope that kind of just really took it off. With the taking off his clothes, yeah. yeah it, it made his stoicism like, go down, because it was like this over, like, overly silly trope. But I mean, like, if that's what Mosh was going for, I get it, because like, because I remember when I was rereading Fairy tale you have like, chapter two and three, great, he's like, smoking cigarettes, like, <laughs> chilling by himself, and I'm like, why wow, he's so edgy, but yeah, he kind of just, it went away.
1: Uh, we also got another character. To be fair, I've we, I've yet to see the the happy character in this. Not going to lie, I've yet to see that. I haven't seen a blue cat. So we'll see if that actually appears. She's going to be story. happy
2: or we're going to get blue. I haven't
1: two. seen either in Chapter 1, so we'll see. Maybe uh, like an
2: Easter egg type beat. You just missed
1: it. <laughs> we also got another character who basically has, she. it's a girl. She basically has Natsu's personality. And she uses fire's powers, um, so she's she's interesting. Uh, she loves to fight. So, like I said, she basically has Natsu's personality.
2: I mean, he put Natsu as a Easter egg and a character that's like has fire powers and Natsu's attitude in Eden Zero, also. So it's like I, maybe that might be a thing. Are you talking he's...
1: about the sniper dude?
2: No, not him. I think he did have like a Igneel or Dragneel type name, but no, it was one of a uh, Creed's people. He had like goya and like somebody else they were fire and ice people and one of them was cool kind of like gray and one of them was like overly hot-headed like not oh. to and, and they hated not hate it but they they like fought a lot and they had that whole comedic rivalry like not too great it was clearly like like since this marshmallow like we know what he's doing like yeah i
1: can definitely see that this is like his uh. tribute
2: to them in this so i think he maybe he's just trying to do that like forever now
1: like <laughs> yeah these are two main characters so yeah and the the girl definitely probably has blonde hair I'm guessing she kind of I wouldn't say she looks like Lucy but she definitely has blonde hair it's probably so. that
2: like mix of those two characters
1: oh for sure uh we also got another girl that's like the stoic cool but very deadly girl character she's the necromancer um
2: you don't see too and... many necromancers in shows really.
1: She's interesting because she constantly wants people to die so she can take their body to join her her, her army. It's so, Radies part two, man. Facts, but probably better at her job. So we'll see what yeah. that. Radies got written to
2: irrelevancy.
1: <laughs> <Like>. <laughs> and I think the last important character basically looks like Gajiel and I think he also uses a sword. I forget who he's connected to. Mm.
2: So a swordsman.
1: A lot of interesting characters. I'm, um, I'm, uh, invested. I'm invested. And to me, said there, it's a monthly manga. To be fair, he's working on three manga right now, so I can't be mad at it. And
2: that guy is actually extra crazy. He literally has a weekly series, a bi-weekly series, and a monthly series. <laughs> like, <laughs> meanwhile, you got artists in Jump that can't even put out four chapters in a month, and he's doing like, like freaking like nine, <laughs> like. That's why I had to put Moshma and goats here, bro.
1: I had to. You kind of no have to. He,
2: he like he he really and he doesn't take no breaks or nothing. He just like he only takes like the magazine ones. Hasn't gotten anything canceled yet. Like you kind of have to, unfortunately. Yeah, four successful series because I can see.
1: I there's no way Dead Rock is not going to be successful at this rate. Unfortunately, he see so much potential.
2: Yeah, he kind of just he does his thing.
1: Depending oh. on how dark he goes with Dead Rock, it could be. I mean, I can't say. Will be better like more popular than Fairy Tale or anything. I mean, I think me and you think Eden Zero is better written than Fairy Tale.
2: I do, I really do. I don't care what any of the Fairy Tale stands say. I think Eden Zero is written better still. Agreed. Even though I don't like the universe reset, there's so many little things in Fairy Tale that's just like what the F is even going on. Yeah. But I think that like no be be up there. I do think Dead rod could be up there. I um this is a slight shift. I seen a, a short that you made on YouTube that, and you said something that I disagreed with. I was gonna comment, but so I liked it or whatever, so I could like remember. But I'm remembering it just now. It was a uh, it was a one piece short. You're talking about Kobe. Oh, you're how saying, strong is Kobe? Yeah, you were saying Kobe could beat Brooke, and I just do not agree with you at all, bro. Broke. I really. Oh. Brook is so fast. <laughs> like, you're, it's not happening. Kobe's
1: literally blowing him up, bro. If he hits
2: about? him, though, he has to hit him. He's not Brooks. Going to be like, oh, I noticed you were going to hit me with that, but I already cut you. Then Kobe's going to be like, what? And then he's just going to be cut and frozen. Kobe did that, de- like
1: ran all the way across the island to get in front of that uh, hand that's going to the boat. So. Brook is like- faster than that, though. Like. <laughs> I mean, I think it's uh, a water, but if like Brooke is like in the vicinity of this punch, he's dead. Like, oh, yeah, sure.
2: I, I can give you that. If Brooke gets hit, he just dies. And I think it's going to take multiple hits from Brooke to put down Kobe. But like, I think it's a bad matchup. And you said Robin, too. I think Robin kills Kobe, too.
1: Robin literally dies. What are we talking about? She on,
2: snaps now. his neck. What does he do? He hockeys his neck, it doesn't get snapped. Oh my gosh, she's gonna have like nine hands grabbing all of his joints. Hey man, that hockey, he, he, he
1: makes it. He, I'm sure that Garp made it. I'm sure Garp made Kobe be his punching bag for his hockey durability
2: <laughs> yeah. For blunt force, blunt force versus like because I, I mean, you know, a little bit about MMA, all those locks and. And, and 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 arm bars and, and 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 submission moves are way different than just taking a punch.
1: I agree but you, you still can make you can still be more um like sturdy if you work that muscle, so they work that neck muscle.
2: That, he don't look that sturdy, bro. I, mean, I think I think he has business, bro. Did, wait, and and did did you also he beats Jimbe? I can't remember if you said no, that.
1: No, no. He doesn't beat the top 4.
2: No, okay okay i was like i can't remember did you say jim bay <laughs> like, i was about to say yeah i'm
1: not like jim bay's too good of a fighter to lose
2: to kobe like I, I don't i i know people are gonna like flame me for this but i honestly don't think he beats crocodile i think crocodile, crocodile- is actually like really strong
1: like, I think people just because he lost to Luffy at the beginning think that he's kind of
2: weak is like, yeah, actually, see, and that's really it, cool. and that's why everybody says, like, Oh, he lost to pre time skip Luffy. And I'm like, Oda already said he didn't really want to have, he introduced Crocodile too early. He already said that Crocodile is actually like kind of crazy.
1: It's pretty obvious. I mean, you can't say that Croc, like, Mihawks respects him enough to make him like a co leader with him as, and Buggy kind of their
2: subordinate. Like he clashed home. with Doflamingo Flamingo in Marine Fort. It's like Crocodile is really like that for real. He just he got introduced at a bad time, and I would bet money that his hockey is probably mid. <laughs> but like, I Who think we, Cro-
1: if we could replace Crocodile for the Alabaster, can put some. obviously probably Moria, right? Put Moria in there
2: instead. Moria is actually like, see. In terms of strength or in terms of, like, in the story? Would, like, Moria, Moria, would, like I
1: guess both, right? we got to put his, someone who makes sense.
2: His, like, strength level, is, as long as he doesn't do that weird shadow Asgard thing where he absorbs all the shadows and gets, like, really, really, really strong. But if he's just, like, base Moria, I think Luffy could probably beat him in Alabasta for real, for real. Like, just base Moria.
1: And t- technically you could have the same thing happen where Luffy just becomes Shadow Luffy. <laughs> like LOL you a- really
2: could. You really could. It was just that thing where Luffy was trying to beat him before the sun came up. Like he was on like a timer. So it was like It was just kind of rough. And then he, it was like a whole thing the entire night nonstop. So it was like it was like a lot of extra stuff to it. But Moria yeah. I don't think is that strong. He just has a broken ability.
1: So. Yeah, I think he probably would have been best to put in there. To be fair, Oda probably thought of Moria I don't. i probably didn't have a full idea of who he wanted Moria to be.
2: I'm guessing he's probably the last warlord he probably thought about.
1: He's um, like
2: legit the weakest, like for sure, for sure. He because he's he's like really, really weak compared to the rest of them,
0: exactly. like
2: Hancock, uh, Doflamingo, Mihawk, Jimbe. He's Kuma, he's Kuma, really, yeah. really weak in, in comparison. Like it almost doesn't even make sense how weak he is by like comparison, even if you put in like teach. Or even law, like I mean, buggy doesn't really count, but literally all the other warlords.
1: <laughs> I mean, if we put buggy, then you know
2: <laughs> buggy doesn't count. But buggy he doesn't count. Do you think? Um, I'm trying to think. So, like, do you think Kobe could beat do- Doflamingo? Mm,
1: probably not. Doflamingo is too skilled to kind of. I-, I would have to see Dope. To be fair to Kobe. We haven't seen him fight 1v1, like a full on 1v1 against a strong right. opponent. So I'd have to see how he strategized. That's kind of a very big, important thing. Like,
2: I mean, Luffy doesn't really strategize and he beat Doflamingo. I mean, albeit Luffy had a ton of help, he had a lot of help. But, Obvious like, obviously, he had, help he had a break.
1: Battle instincts with his rubber. Like, he's so imaginative with his rubber abilities. Right. Whereas, like, Kobe obviously doesn't have Devil Fruit. He wants to be in the next Garp, but obviously he doesn't have the skills of Garp. So, like, what is he really going to be able to do? Does Garp
2: really have skills or is Garp kind of just, like, overly powerful? Like, I don't even know if he's skilled. He's just, like, is really effing strong.
1: He has to be skilled to fight Roger because I I doubt his power, like, was that that much over Roger's.
2: I mean, he used freaking battleship bags. I mean, like, you know. (laughs) Roger
1: probably could do the same thing with the sword. Same with Whitebeard. (laughs) To be fair, they both
2: could do the same thing. (laughs) You're probably right. You know, actually, I don't know. I feel like I feel like Garp, like just raw strength, like raw power, was probably stronger.
1: Oh yeah, I would ag- I would
2: agree. I to think that. like Whitebeard, so obviously, stronger. like he had his fruit, so it's like he just becomes extra broken. And Roger probably had some weird hockey thing that made it broken or something. Like
1: someone said, just here to remind everyone that is still a waste of ink. I mean, she revives
2: people. You know what I'm saying? She just understand. got everybody hyped to fight all them angels too. She got everybody lit. You know what I'm saying? How do you feel about? Because one, I'll,
1: I'll, I'll preface it like this: There's no way Garp is dead. There's no
2: way Garp is dead. If anybody believes that, it's nonsense. There's no. No, way yeah, I agree with you. Okay, y'all yeah, right? I do agree with that.
1: How do you feel about Garp losing? I Al-KG? mean,
2: I wish they would have set it up earlier, but Oda's doing that thing where he's juggling like 90 plot lines at the same time. But the, the the whole lesson in the beginning of that chapter was like, oh, do you save the old man or do you save the baby? Like it, it pretty much set it up. Like at that point, I already knew what was gonna happen. It was like, okay, yeah. Garb's gonna stay here and he's gonna let everybody escape. So like, it doesn't bother me as much because he got it, it. was like a sneak attack. So like, I I and it I is Alkiji to be fair. To be fair, like it's it's Aokiji, Like he's he's arguably the second strongest like person in the like that was affiliated with the marines arguably it's like i it's like akainu not by a little garp, bit obviously not counting garp it's like it's like akainu by a little bit and then aokiji i mean you could argue, probably up there yeah i mean he just has like negative feats i mean i guess you'd have to scale him above garp you you'd literally just have to
1: who sengoku
2: I, yeah i would i i think Seng- garp is stronger but like sengoku is like portrayed to be stronger, though.
1: I don't think he is. I think Garp is portrayed to be stronger, but I think they just like Sengoku is
2: a better leader. I mean, that could be fair. But he was also fighting Roger with him, so it's like, I felt like he would have to be stronger.
1: But how they characterized it is like, when everything was said and done to take out on the Rocks Pirates, it was Garp and Roger, not Sengoku.
2: Sengoku was even in the first. Because he's that, but like, when you think about it, Sengoku's the only person that Garp really listens to. And, like, Sengoku, it, it, it feels like there's this aura of that if Garb wanted to go off and, like, kill uh, and kill Aokiji, Sengoku was, or not Aokiji, uh, Akainu, during Marine Force, that Sengoku could actually hold him down and, like, hold him back.
1: I, I feel think like he's the he- only person who's comparable enough to stop him, and he, re- he respects him enough. It's kind of like Luffy Zoro, in my opinion, like... If need be, Zoro can first of all, hold if Luffy you down, replace
2: Luffy and Zoro with those scenarios, Zoro's not holding Luffy down.
1: I think if no, the situation, so this is how I imagine the situation the situation is Luffy or Garp wants to do something, but he really, really knows he can't do something. And if Sengoku wasn't there to not only tell him to stop, but also like physically stop him, like there's a mental. Like thing that's stopping him and a physical thing that's stopping him, so it's enough to stop him. That's how if, I kind of see it. I think if he went all out, there's no way
2: anybody there is going to stop Garp. I think if Garp it is a seven, Sengoku Goku is an eight or a six, but I think if Luffy is a seven, Zoro's like a four or five. So, I think there's like a bigger gap in between Luffy and Zoro than like single. Okay.
1: I'll just, just to make this a better example, I'd say like uh, Sanji and
2: uh, Zoro. That actually feels a lot better. Not going to lie to you. It feels so much better. Right. So, <laughs> the my, my,
1: th- that's kind of my thing. I, I personally believe Garp is, is the strongest in the, uh, the Marines. As for like the God Valley people, I don't have a comment about them. Um, but, in this uh, in this situation with the Kyuubi, I'm perfectly I'm perfectly fine with it considering the circumstance and the situation. What I what I really am very curious about is if Blackbeard kills Garp. There's no way, no way, Luffy's gonna not gonna be involved somehow.
2: It just kind of sucks. I don't want Oda to do like some off screen BS with Garp's death. Like I don't think he will, but like I also don't want him to do something where Luffy's not there. Because like Luffy has to somewhat be involved. Like I feel like he has to be directly involved in what happens. But it's like it's so far away from where he is. And you have like Kizaru and and freaking Vegapunk and all this other Sabani and and all the and then one
1: celestial dragon too. Yeah, it's
2: like you have so much stuff going on that he literally can't be there since all this stuff is happening at the same time. So it's just weird. And I can't see how they would restrain Garp for any period of time, because he doesn't use a devil fruit, so Sea Prism Stone isn't going to weaken him to any capacity. He probably will allow it to,
1: because Garp is one of those people that will just kind of go with the flow until he has to do something. Mm, that's fair.
2: So, like, he I would understand he has no way to no way to get off or nothing.
1: Yeah, and he also understands that him staying here can also give him, like, valuable information. Like, he can kind of figure
2: out what they're doing that's right That's fair, now. and then just be like, I could escape whenever I want to, I'm just choosing not to type deal.
1: Yeah, and I mean, at the end of the day, like this does build. It makes me wonder, like, how the Luffy Blackbeard confrontation will go. Because one, Blackbeard was the very much cause of uh, Ace's death. Oh yeah, and then <laughs> Blackbeard, if he kills uh, Garp, that's another level. He killed his grandfather, yeah. and then Blackbeard also raided the island that Dragon was at. Baltigo, yeah, he
2: did. He did.
1: Like Blackbeard and Luffy, and they're like they they have so many issues to resolve. There's a lot of beef.
2: There's a a lot of beef there. Was gonna say. So, where do you stand on the whole? So, do you think Aokiji is actually like I'm a pirate now, or do you think he's like like really committing to the deep undercover sword bit bit? Because I know that it's it's pretty split actually.
1: I don't think he's a pirate but I do think he's not I also think that he's not undercover. I think he has his own agenda personally.
2: Whatever know. that agenda is, it's oh. his own. <laughs> I would say I was I was just say what in the world
1: <laughs> do you think he
2: could be doing?
1: Well, if it has to connect with like the person he that inspired him, whoever that what whoever that is, uh we don't know that.
2: I mean, garbage inspired it, him, though, I thought
1: there, I think he said there was another person that's very much involved in, like, uh, who he is. And, like, I think he's seen enough in
2: terms of, like, what they did to Robin's people. What right. Is like I kind he of was day. always kind of, like, a, on the fence with the Marines. Like he was just, like, I'm supposed to be on the right side, but they're not doing stuff I like type deal. And I'm
1: sure he kind of sees that the flow of change is going to send around, like, two figures. And, that, and those are blackbeard and luffy right and obviously like and he just went to blackbeard oh blackbeard kind of met him and he kind of went with the flow yeah, i guess yeah yeah so i'll be it's so it's so many plot lines because akiji's just doing his own thing shanks is just doing his own thing um we don't know what law's gonna about to do now that he kind of like kind of doing
2: his own thing too for real. For real. <laughs> like, everybody's <laughs> just kind of doing their own thing
1: uh <laughs> Someone said Ace's death to me was a tragedy of impulsiveness. Yes, Blackbeard turned him in, but nobody made Ace take on Akainu. As for One Piece, do you think it's actual physical treasure or metaphysical? I have no idea what the One Piece is. i not going to lie. I have Bro. no
2: idea. Yeah, Oda has definitely cooked on that one, on what it could be, because no one is any closer to knowing what it is than we were like 25 years ago.
1: Uh, yeah, he, he, whatever, man, I can't wait to see what he kind of brings I out. I think it's
2: everything. I think it's both. I think it's like, it, it has to be everything at this point.
1: Uh, Yeah. Um, As for, I don't think Ace's death was a, a I've, uh, personally, I'm one of those people that felt Ace's death. I think I definitely felt it when Luffy was like
2: crying out. Man, um, that was deep. Because uh, like uh, up until that point, Luffy had always like succeeded. Like he never like failed. So it was kind of weird when he failed. I was like, "Oh wait, he 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 didn't do the thing." <laughs> exactly, and you also
1: do- have to take into account like it wasn't just anybody that's about to kind of strike Luffy. It was Akainu who was Bro. about to Luffy. Like, there's the- really not much Ace can
2: do other than kind of shield him. You're not running away from Akainu. Like, that's kind of a punk move by Akainu. I'm not gonna lie. Like, you're hit- oh. you're sitting here provoking Ace, and then you go after his brother. That's like. That's kind of oh, yeah. grimy, bro. That's such a that, grimy. I mean,
1: we, we kind of understand that's something I kind of would do for sure. But that's kind of
2: low though. That's so low. It's like I get it, you're all like evil needs to die, and evil should perish. No Absolute evil will stand. justice. But it's like that's such a dirty move, though. That's that's so uh at any means possible. That's Where's your honor point. as
1: a fighter? <laughs> it's, it's a non-existent, bro. I'm sure Icono's gonna have a backstory that kind of explains why he's such an asshole. But
2: man, I've been waiting on 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 like a backstory for him because like I don't know if you've seen it, but there like always be these like fan panels or fan interpretations. Oh wait, fanfics. That's what I'm looking for. There's always like these fanfics of like Barcelino, Kizaru, and. I don't even know why I use their real names. Akainu, Kizaru, and Aokiji, LPG. like, together growing up in the Marines. And it's like, I want, like, a whole arc of that. But I've, I, I'm I scared that Oda might not do it.
1: Yeah, there's so many stories that he has to kind of develop. <laughs> so it's like, obviously, probably the most important, if we're being completely honest, is Blackbeard and how he turned into who he turned into. Um. But, like, even, like, beyond the current story, there's still the stuff with Rocks that eventually
2: has to get evolved. Well, I, I haven't even mentally processed Rocks at all. <laughs> like, not at all. And he's, like, apparently the biggest bad of all time. And he just got introduced later on in the story. I'm like, bro, what? It's like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, Rocks. And then, like, see, Rocks was, like, on the line for me. But the, the God Valley Knights feels like it's just wait or not not that. Whatever those knights are. With the Celestial Dragons, feel so, like it's just like so late in the story to introduce like these unusually strong characters. Feels wild.
1: Um, I mean, it seems to me they're all like former kings of like ancient islands. So like, I'm not mad at it, especially considering all the Marines are like irrelevant that they're not. If you're not an admiral, you're irrelevant as, at as point, of right now. But
2: see, the thing is, like all the royalty we've met in One Piece, none of them have been strong. So it's like, why? With these guys former kings just well, that
1: one him. king had that one king punch and yeah um, no,
2: that's fair i guess what other kings do you count uh, if you Trump count do flamingo it's like i guess the king at uh in i forgot what is, is it atlantis how what is what is the oh the rio rio fishman island or whatever he's not bad he's not bad in terms oh he's of mid Nah, he's not terrible. He was about right? to Kuma. die to Horty Jones. Kuma, Kuma's a king. Kuma. Oh, I forgot. Kuma is. But he's like a revolutionary. Kuma wears a lot of hats. We need more story on Kuma and Vegapunk coming up soon, hopefully.
1: I'm trying to think of more kings.
2: It's not because mean- Cobra couldn't do anything. Waple couldn't do anything. VV, or not Re- VV, uh, Re- Rebecca's dad, I forget his name, couldn't do anything. Um, But he also had that, like, amazing soldier that he could rely on. Oh, Koros. 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 He was was kind of a beast. That guy's actually, like, really effing strong for, like, no reason. So, like, they had him. So, you know,
1: there's one in every kingdom. You have that. Oh, Odin. Like, if you count him as
2: a king. Oh, uh, he was never the Shogun, though. I I don't think he was ever actually the, the Shogun, though. But if Odin was, he would actually be kind of broken. Like, Odin's, like... Like, Odin's strength is still, like, applicable to, like, today. Like, obviously, Kaido was weaker back then than he is now, but it's, like... oh, uh, Like, just that level of power could get you really far in, like, current timeline. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Tumi said, Blackbeard is a thematic final
1: foe, but Emu represents the absence of freedom. I think she slash
2: they will be Luffy's final without it. Thoughts? What is this? She slash they? There's been a saying... thing where a lot of people think Emu is like a girl because of like the silhouettes and the eyes. They don't think that it's a guy. Oh, I never really I, thought about it. I low key would like it if Luffy didn't even fight Emu, but if it was Sabo, that would be, nice. Sabo, be kind of. I think
1: Sabo fighting Akainu is what makes sense to me.
2: See, I want that one too. I'm not even like I'm like an average Sabo fan. Like I'm like I'm not like a diehard. I'm not like freaking Sabo or Derek, however you know him. I'm not that deep, but like I do want Sabo to get hit the run back with a Akainu. But I see, cause like Luffy versus Emu, it feels so random because I I don't think Luffy's even gonna know or care anything about this person, which falls in line with Luffy's character because he. It has people- to be
1: a dragon to be fair
2: Ooh, dragon would be fire dragon versus emu would be fire I'm not gonna lie
1: and if emu if dragon loses that automatically gets luffy involved luffy doesn't care though about his dad eventually we're gonna get the story between dragon and luffy and they're gonna meet again because dragon does care about his son we know that does he he saved his son from getting his head chopped off.
2: But back in freaking Dressrosa or whatever, when Sabo got back, he was more concerned about Sabo than 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 freaking Luffy. Because he believes in Luffy, kind of similar to Garp. Like they both believe in Luffy. He has no reason to. He didn't raise him. Garp raised him. And but Garp didn't even raise him. Hey man, that's it's natural <laughs> belief. You know what I'm saying? He didn't even raise. He he, he didn't even. They both didn't even raise. You got raised by bandits. <laughs> like,
1: let's just say it's a D clan thing. They just like. Uh, irrationally just believe in their children. You know what I'm saying?
2: saying? Whether it makes sense (laughs) or not, it's just like, you know, they just believe, bro. They just believe. I I can't remember if I asked you this a long time ago, but it popped back into my head. Like, I wanted, like, your opinion. Who do you think will win in this fight between Don Krieg and Arlong? Hmm. Personally...
1: Don Krieg or Arlong. The the what made Don Krieg so tough for Luffy is he always kept Luffy at a distance. Um And then he had that
2: I feel like that armor Ar- Arlong could just like bite through it, I feel like. It's biting through the steel, the woot steel, it's supposed to be like one of one of the hardest metals in One Piece outside of like wapo metal. But it's like isn't like the fishman bite supposed to be like strong as hell. I mean, because Arlong's a shark, so it's like Kinda, but Arlong's biting rocks. You know what I mean. Like that's different from like a strong metal.
1: To hmm. me, I do. I don't really. If he can't get past the 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 armor, then I would say Don Creek would win. This it's depends. really how it really how's like how you think Don Arlong
2: would get past the armor. Like See, the my thing w- was the poison. I don't know how Arlong deals with poison. Um, I feel
1: like you should be fine
2: just fish. because, like, he's a fish, yeah. Like, obviously, if he gets him in water, it's GG's, like, obviously. But, like,
1: and I don't think it would be that hard to get him in the water. But, like, I said, it really depends on if he can get past that armor. That's yeah, that's think, the yeah. determination. I'll say by default. Don Krieg. If you if you argue like he can't get past the armor, I would say Don Krieg, especially since Don Krieg can keep him at a. Is day. that a fair
2: argument to say he can't get past the water? Or is that like a little? Is that like wanking Don Krieg?
1: I personally think he should be able to. Um, in terms of Arlong's bite, because I'm like I'm thinking. To be fair, like the, the fishman parts and like the later arcs were uh, using drugs, but a lot of them said they were like nowhere close to
2: Arlong. Strange.
1: Really, is that what they said? I feel like that's something that they... Oh, my gosh.
2: Goodness. Because I know, like, pretty... all of the, all of their Fishman karate was, like, mid, so they needed steroids to, like, get stronger and stuff. But, um... Mia, yeah, maybe... Yeah. Actually, I think you're right. Yeah. I mean, so... It's actually kind of weird how strong, like, East Blue Luffy really was.
1: Like, <laughs> Yeah, he fought, like... He fought Arlong. He fought, um... Don Krieg and Captain Don Koro. Uh, who, did he, who, who, he thought uh, a crocodile,
2: obviously. Because like in, in like a SBS, um, was it Oda confirmed that like Koro is like as fast as like Shave with like CP9? He just can't oh. control it. Like, so he doesn't he can't control like what he's doing. He can just move fast. Which like speaking of it, I think uh, yeah, I think he's impressive.
1: And speaking of like the East Blue. I feel like this live action might be pretty decent. Bro. Oh I, my I'm not gosh! Lie. I'm <laughs> like, not gonna lie, bro. Yes. Oh, no, don't
2: don't decent. say that, dude. Don't say it's that, gonna be the best live action of live action. That bar is so low, though. The bar is low, but it can set the new standard of what live action should it's, it's be. About what's the best anime live action right now? Cowboy Bebop, Death Note. Don't watch it. Hell no. Death Note what live action is better than Death Note? Um because <laughs> it's not the avatar, it's not Dragon Ball. Like I would didn't say watch... just
1: even though I didn't watch Cowboy Bebop, I'm sure that's better than Death Note. I don't care.
2: I seen or. the first episode, I almost threw up in my mouth. But Death Note was so bad like it's not even funny. Death Note was actually so bad it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair, that's fair, that's fair. Did, did, uh, I can't remember, did you watch it? The uh, de- uh, Death Note? Yeah. Oh, I tried. <laughs> I tried. Bro, there's this one scene in the end, it is like so effing funny. It's like L's chasing light in this comically long chase scene, and it just lasts, like, it lasts so long it got funny. Because they, like, run through parking decks, through restaurants, through apartment rooftops through stores through alleyways up the fire escape and it's just like it be it almost felt like two chase scenes put together and they're like which one do we want to keep and i was like let's just put them together like <laughs> and it just was like like that's they ran so across like all of seattle or something it was like ridiculous that's so terrible it's I, my favorite I, but- of that movie I have hope for One Piece
1: live action. Can't wait for it to come out. I think it comes out early August,
2: mid-August. Why, why do you think it's gonna be good though? I'm just like so curious. Like, why are you like already like I'm in because okay. I
1: think they took time to actually like cast characters that will be interesting in their roles? Like, I think the casting for most live actions have been absolutely terrible. Like That's Death right. Note Light was the worst cast, one of the worst casts yes. I've ever seen. Yes. And um Dragon Ball, that casting was terrible. Uh, Cowboy Bebop, I guess, arguable to some.
2: I don't know. It was, like, okay, I guess. I think whoever was Faye, I think she was kind of old. Like, not trying to, like, oh, you can't be old and be an actual... I'm not trying to say that, but it's, like, in the actual, like, story Bebop, like, Faye's supposed to be young. Like, really young. So, like, I think she was old. Same thing for sure. Spike. Like, I think that guy was, like, 40-something. He's kind of old, too. He didn't look really old, but he was really old.
1: Oh, yeah, um, he was an old class. He was in Harold and Kumar back in
2: the day. <laughs> oh, that's a classic, bro. Um,
1: yeah, I think the one piece of big selling for me is I do think, I mean, Oda said it. Like, he picked out the casting for the crew. All the crew matched their, like, ethnicity and everything. Um, so it seems like the the crew, the the casting for the crew, they care about the roles that they're in. And they they want to do their best. Now I will say they they probably will make it their own though. At the end of the day, it's hard. I think I, I, to be fair, I guess it's it's kind of hard to just be Luffy. So he has to
2: kind of make it his own role. Oh, um, that's the part that's gonna kill. It, it's it's funny because early One Piece people don't think about it because everybody's like trying to get caught up, trying to get caught up that they don't pay attention. But early One Piece is very different from current One Piece. Like the characters are like. It's like they're the same, but not really like like early Zoro's way different. Early Sanji's way different. Like they're not the same character. So it's like, Uh, yeah, they
1: definitely change a lot. And I don't know if you've seen the trailer, but so far, you know, the Sanji Zoro interaction was pretty cool. I've seen
2: the trailers. I've seen it. Sanji Zoro didn't even really have beef that early, though. It was kind of later ish.
1: No, I'm just saying their interaction because there was a scene where uh, it, was, uh, fish man, fish man, it was the the fishman, not fishman.
2: It was the Nami island scene. He's where like, like, I saved you, it's like, no, I saved you, and it's
1: like, you know, they got interesting. I like the accent from the Sanji character. You know, I like how they're all kind of different. Um, Props uh, on them I, for
2: actually casting like a freaking Asian Zoro. That I didn't, I, I did, I, I will say I didn't expect them to do that.
1: Yeah, even like. I'm curious I I, I really what's going to sell this live action the big part of it how invested the characters will be in their roles like will they be like a will they get that emotion will they cuz if they can sell their 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 role cuz like for example the nami crying scene on that island has to like hit cuz that in the manga and the animated hit so that it it, to- it, it
2: it gets me to this day it gives me goosebumps to this day it's a good yeah, it's so at the moment that's
1: a good scene to really like capture audience. You like, you really have to cry, and the Luffy character really has to kind of give like a badass, like oh, I don't care, care.
2: Yeah. kind of vibe to him.
1: Um, you have to. I'll, I'm curious to see what Usopp like his the combination of him being a scaredy cat versus like being hilarious will be. Will be I was kind of cool. worried because
2: this guy looks a little too cool. I know that's like I can weird- see that too. No, I agree. <laughs> He looks like a little too cool to be Usopp. Like, I get it. It's probably hard to cast. Like, I get it. But he just has a little too much, like... I don't know. I I don't want to say he has too much riz, but he kind of has too much riz. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
1: so I can definitely see the two characters probably the hardest to kind of emulate probably is Usopp and Luffy at the end of the day. Fair. Big facts. Um... But overall, me, I'm I on mean, After a second, like Mihawk, I, I'm
2: I'm cool with the, the Mihawk look. Shanks, I'm still iffy about the Shanks. Oh, look. he looks kind of whack, like. But I guess like early Shanks wasn't as like buff and like stern looking as older Shanks, which is what and people kind of like. Do
1: like how can you make that lot li- like a live action of Shanks look? Because if you really think about it, he's he's kind of just an old guy with red hair and a like
2: kind of a must
1: like to be fair he's just like not he
2: looks really average actually like yeah
1: technically or... he does look very average so you he's just a dude mad. with
2: red hair like that's all it is a dude with red hair like and wear sandals like, <laughs> like so i was like i was like after thinking about it
1: Mihawk obviously you have to you have to be on point yes you to... have to go
2: all in with Mihawk you have to yeah so um how many is this how many
1: episodes we're... is going to be or do you know I have no idea, but considering they're doing Arlong and considering they're doing, what, did Arlong come? Arlong, Arlong is at.
2: he's like, he's like at the, well, they, they had the one scene of leaving Logtown where they all like kicked their foot up on the barrel, which Logtown is like the end of the East Blue arc. So it looks like they're going to do all of East Blue is what I would assume. At Logtown. I wouldn't be mad at them ending there. I mean, like you could definitely probably do all of Alvita in one episode. Pretty quickly. Yeah. You could do like, yeah, you could do like Luffy's backstory in Alvita in one episode. You could probably do like Zora's Captain Morgan.
1: Introduction in the second episode.
2: I would argue it would be better for those two, but you're probably gonna do it in one, knowing them for, for time's sake. And then like Buggy probably had like A you few. could you could do it in one, but it would be rough. Like, you really have to do it in like two. I'd
1: say probably two or three
2: for Buggy. Three for Buggy?
1: Yeah. Oh, you really want to? Because you got the introduction of Nami. So that should take a whole, like, Nami.
2: Yeah, then- Nami, the whole dog thing with the dog and, like, the whole town. Because that's, like, the whole thing that even gets Luffy to attack Buggy is like, Moji is like Richie and Moji beat up the dog or whatever, and Luffy's ma- mad about that. So, you know, it's, like, it's kind of important to the reason yeah. he was there. Yeah, uh, I think it'll take him probably, probably three. Three for Buggy? So then the Barati is right after that, isn't it? No, Usopp is after that. with there Village? Yeah. That one, honestly, that one has a lot of wasted time in it. Like, after rewatching it recently, you could probably do that one in three. Or four. Two, two or three. I'd say two or three. Yeah. It's kind of a lot. Look, you have to like Usopp's backstory, his relationship with Kaya, the setup with Koro. Yeah, true. The whole attack, and then them leaving it too. Like just them leaving. It's like a lot of stuff.
1: Oh, man. uh, There's a lot. I wonder how much they're going to cut out. There are good early One Piece, there's a a good amount of stuff you can cut out to be completely. Oh, yeah.
2: For sure. For sure.
1: Um. so hopefully they kind of cut
2: out the report the uh, as long as they're keeping obviously they're going to well, have everybody's to backstory I thought yeah because I'll say Luffy Zoro Nami Sanji they all have backstories in in East Blue that are actually like really important so like
1: yeah, yeah I just remembered another emotional moment will have to be Zoro losing to Mihawk
2: and saying he'll never lose again that one has to hit too it does it does have to hit it really does that was a really good scene. Um
1: I guess Usopp leaving the island and leaving uh what's her name? Kaya.
2: Kaya has to be, be lit. Be um I'm I'm just curious to know what they're gonna cut out because for a live action, you have to cut out stuff. So like i am just just like I wanna know so bad what's not gonna make it. I already know the freaking the freaking treasure chest dude was guy moan. I know he's getting cut. Oh yeah, for sure. No one cares about. Even that. though he's
1: can <laughs> he's canon. Though he's gonna. Get I know, but like nobody cares, bro. Nobody <laughs> wants to see that. Well, like if they're really like diehards, they may do it anyway. To be
2: fair, or he how, might make like a cameo or something. Like, yeah, let me a little, little kind of extra moment. Um, do you think they're actually gonna put time into like help casting since he is supposed to be like somewhat important later?
1: I think so. I because um, like I, it, I saw if we're talking Kobe about Kobe looks
2: like Kobe looks pretty pretty okay. I was gonna say because I could actually see Helmepo being being cut. And they just like, we're just gonna figure it out if we even get that far later.
1: <laughs> Cause he's mm. not
2: really super important. Um, I feel like he may get like a brief introduction. Well, right, because oh. he is like more or less the reason why Zoro got arrested, but you can make up like a million reasons why Zoro is like arrested, so like
1: yeah, didn't end. You got that infamous scene with the uh, with the, the his gun and the, and the 4Ks. What did they turn? into? Oh, like
2: man, they turned like this weird Looney Tunes type. It was like this like contraption that would wank him on the head with like a hammer or something. It was like yeah,
1: wasn't yeah, and wasn't he threatening Kobe and that made
2: a uh, Luffy or Zoro act? I forget. So like yeah, he like he he like took Kobe hostage kind of. Bluefish yeah, they're part. probably gonna keep that in.
1: Mm. I'm sure. It'll be it'll be interesting to see uh, them beat Morgan. in. Oh, accent
2: now, I'll Morgan. be
1: I'll be also curious to see like how the guy, how the actor like plays Zoro's role with a sword in his mouth.
2: I think from what we've seen though, he doesn't typically put it in his mouth that much though.
1: To be fair, recent Zoro doesn't put that sword in his mouth much either. <laughs> like, unless fair. he's
2: fighting like a big villain, he rarely does his three swords. He really back. just does one sword or two sword. Like because he don't need it. Like he's too strong. He doesn't need it. And like he can't talk while it's in his mouth. You know, I mean he can, yeah, ac- but like I mean in, in the anime he can, because like you know, it's it's voice acting so it doesn't matter. True. Because he, he'll have a sword in his mouth, but still be delivering like perfect voice lines whereas like in the live action unless they dub over it it's just not going to happen. And I don't know how weird that that might be.
1: Yeah, I agree.
2: Um oh,
1: so I have this theory, right, in terms of Black Clover that I said. I don't know if you seen uh the the clip about it. I think I mentioned it last time um last week. And this is a theory to make Black Clover interesting, right? So as of right now, we've we've talked about it. Asa was gonna one shot Damnatio. What
2: did he do? Run shot Damnatio. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I mean we happen. we both knew that was gonna happen. There, there there was no question
1: at all. Um, as of right now, there's no paladins that can even match with Asta. No. As of right not- now, like you can even uh, you know, and Asa teaming up. I don't even see how Lucius can beat both of them at this. point. I this don't ring. see it,
2: but you know he'll probably do something.
1: So my theory is like Asa's super OP. And right. um it's it's kind of uh it's at point ridiculous. he needs a worthy opponent, and we all right. know the best opponent for Asta is Yuno. so my theory as of right now, even though I hate the idea of paladin <laughs> you know, happens, coming around to it, but what happens is Lucius loses to Yuno and Asta like he straight up loses, oh, you can't see, beat him, he loses the place. So, what happens is he realizes that in order to kind of fulfill the humanity's destiny, he needs to pick the chosen one. Who's the chosen one? You know. So, okay. what he does is he transforms you know into a paladin and gives you all three supreme devil rulers. Okay. So, nu- now you know, as this newly formed paladin, has all three devil rulers. Is like the ultimate being that's supposed to leave humanity into the its next phase or whatever. So now the final fight will be you as the final villain
2: and Asta against you know. So you're saying shift it to where he's the final villain,
1: yeah. Because I think no matter what you do with Lucius at this point, it won't make sense, it's gonna be ass
2: anyway. So just YOLO, you know what I'm saying? Lol, so you don't think there's anything he, he could pull out to just be like stronger?
1: I don't think anything Lucius can pull out, he can that'll make him stronger and it'll make sense. I
2: mean what only got like the blood, body, and bone or something. Yeah, can't he use uses that? that to make like angel statues, right? No, he can make clones of himself though, but what if he makes like a giant version of, of himself? Okay.
1: You know and also just <laughs>
2: giant <laughs> like
1: there's nothing Lucius can't even beat
2: Yuno one v one. So like you, well he has he never fought him one v one though, so because that was just a clone, so it's a little different.
1: There's nothing I can see Lucius pull out that that will like time magic doesn't work on Asta. Speed doesn't work on Asta because now Asta is a fucking yeah, I mean you could speed. just beat him up
2: normal. I mean he is weak to that, just getting beat up normal. Oh no, not now. We just zetting it right zetting right through it. I mean, that's assuming has become much better of a fighter in like a week. I mean, no
1: he, Dan for some reason thought he was physical enough to beat
2: with us, and he just got one shot. I mean, I don't know what he thought he was going to do with it. With it, See, this is what I was talking about. <laughs> he put out a magic sword, and what happened? It just got cut through. There's no saying magic swords are stupid because, like, you can't even use them against them because they just get cut through because it's anti-magic, so it's like... Yeah. yeah,
1: I really I really don't see anything Lucius can do. No magic is going to work on Asta, and he's not even using True Devil Union, so it's like... I know,
2: I know. it's kind of sucks, actually.
1: But he's, so like, way like, stronger,
2: though, than, like, those Supreme Devils. So it, it kind of doesn't matter, though. Because he was able to solo them. So, like, with, you know, like, it was, like, a low diff. So, I mean... I just
1: don't see any, like, realistic thing that, that um, Tabata can bring out. To make Asta be able to beat, I mean, make
2: Lucius be able to beat not only Asta, but also Yuno if he's there. I mean, Yuno's beat down though. Like, he, he's already taken a lot of damage, so he's not going to be super useful. Whereas Asta's fresh. Mimosa exists. I mean, Mimosa's busy though. She'll heal up know, She knows who's priority. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I see you're only not...
1: living because of Neverland, to be fair. They would uh, all be dead without Neverland.
2: <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. So, you're not wrong. They if go really down, yeah, I, I, I can't argue that one. <laughs> so that's kind of how i see it as as
1: of right now um also like i think i've already talked about it enough but like at this point lucius is kind of a fraud with all his visions his
2: vision oh okay in terms of visions yeah okay i thought you called him just a fraud in general i was like okay bro come on but if you say just his visions then yeah i'll
1: i'll agree to that one yeah i don't understand those visions are so inconsistent like the queen of the wishes can see divinations of Asta and Lucius can't. Come on, give me a break.
2: But I feel like hers are more like set up. Like she, pro- I mean, we've never seen her do it, but it feels like hers are like she can't just like willy nilly like just have visions. Like she has to set it up. Whereas I don't like- know
1: how you make sense that Lucius can't. Like I need a logical explanation <laughs> on uh, how Lucius can't see him. But like it's so bad for Lucius, he can't even see this whole timeline. Like, if that's she, how bad
2: it is. She's a witch, so it's different. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my
2: God, bro. <laughs> that's the most logic I got for you right there. <laughs> oh, man. That's all you got to hear, bro. That's all you got to hear. Oh man! I, I need Tabata to, to do more of those question brigades like he used to do, and I need him to pick one of those questions because I know that the, that, that they're going. Oh, he be won't.
1: He won't ask. He won't I know he, has, he hasn't done
2: a questions brigade in so long, but I need him to do one. Um,
1: I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I'm gonna go golfing for the first time tomorrow
2: morning. Ooh, that, are that you? Ohio nature, yeah. That sounds lit. I was on the golfing team in high school.
1: I'm gonna have to start getting good so I can,
2: you know, brag him be because like me being
1: bad at stuff is just not okay.
2: You know what I'm saying? It's not a thing. I was actually like really, really bad. So you're probably already better than me. Like, have you wait? Have you ever been like a driving range? Um, I did for the first time a couple.
1: I think last weekend I I went to Top Call for the first time.
2: Okay. The driver ring is actually like a really, really good Wait, Have you played Wii golf? That might that might be a really good place to start. <laughs> yes, I played Wii Golf like a long you time. Go? Ago. You got the you got the whole skill set right there. I think me and my dad are supposed to be going actually pretty soon here. We've been trying I understand
1: to the game, up. but like the I have to understand the technique so I can get some power but the mechanics
2: are weird. so effed, bro, because it's all about weight shifting, and it's like if your weight shifting is weird, then the is just gonna go like in a weird direction. It's it's, it's yeah.
1: so effed. I have to start training because uh like I would personally, um, you know, because I I love to kind of brag about stuff. You know, I was uh, usually more like pretty able to kind of adapt to sports. But naturally, when I'm swinging something, I automatically go to baseball because, you know, I used to play a lot of baseball. Mm -hmm. So now I'm going to have to translate baseball to golf. Uh, Position. They kind of put me at a different type of position. I probably was best. At third base. I know he was on third base. I've played it before. I would say they probably best for me to be outfield because I was
2: fast. Are you but, um, but 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 do you have a cannon though? Oh that's yeah, the for question. Sure. For sure. Oh, for you got a cannon? Yeah. Oh, sure. do you really? Yeah, for sure. Um, I can't do anything with that because I actually don't throw very fast. So I can't like say I could throw fast because I actually just do not throw very fast or far. So when I played, I was in the infield. Yeah, my best highlight was back when I was like really, really young,
1: and we had like the, uh, like uh young leagues for for kids, mm-hmm. and I uh, hit
2: a grand slam.
1: You you really, right.
2: golly, bro? Freaking RT the slugger out here. Yeah, man, did a home run derby and I was really young too. Right. Oh, so you are good at actually hitting too? Yeah. Yeah. No, I can't. Uh, I can't hit a lick. I actually will go to the cages as like an adult, and I'm still not. Really, that good at like hitting?
1: But I have Man, bad I eyesight,
2: know. So,
1: what? yeah, I, I liked baseball. If you were closer, we'd go to the batter range. Well, you're like oh, that'd be away.
2: lit. That would be so hype, bro. I'd be so down. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I'd be super down.
1: Yeah, we'll see once I'm in the area, or you know,
2: we could meet up in, in the middle or something.
1: One of these days,
2: so like Columbus we're, 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 we're or something, something for sure, bro. Columbus, we figure have to. something else. Sure. I went to the batting cages in Korea. They're way different than the ones here. It's kind of weird. Korea? You've been to Korea? Yeah, you know that? Yeah, I've been to South Korea. Not not North Korea no, I had no idea.
1: Um, I'm assuming South Kwan.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Like, yeah, I was in the Peace Corps. Like, no, 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 no. I thought you Man. knew. No, I knew you had a girlfriend oh. that was in South Korea. You know what? I think this I think I went around the uh, time that you came on the podcast now that I think about it. Like the OG OG one when Josuke had like a thousand people in there all at once.
1: Oh yeah, when there's so many people. Yeah. You
2: know. I think that was around that that time. So that's probably when I first 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 met you. So that's probably
1: Yeah. That sounds like, about right. Which was Probably. a minute ago.
2: That was like 2019. That was a long time ago. Four. Yeah, we've
1: known each other for a while. A lot has changed. A lot of people. I think we have talked about it. I don't think you were here. I think we talked about it last week that that Black Clover hiatus kind of killed Black Clover. I don't lie.
2: Oh, you I think the, the the prep for
1: the final arc? Um. Yeah, that hiatus killed
2: a lot of buzz, and then the delivery of the final arc kind of solidified it. See, you say that, but I think the Spade arc was kind of doomed. I'm like,
1: I think well, I still it, think there's a lot of people like creating content, and then there's still a lot of people hype because there's still a lot of moments like you know getting a second Grimoire, uh Magna beating Dante. Um, I Noel. still don't really care
2: for that moment though.
1: I really, do. I'm not speaking on it, but I would say there's a lot. Of, <laughs> <on it. laughs> there was a lot of hype. People were still <laughs> making a lot of content. Not gonna lie, I, when I was still making Black Clover content, my, all of my videos were banging when I was making that. So I think there was still a lot of hype. People were watching. People were still tuned in. But that hiatus and then this final arc
2: completely
1: killed it. Like that. Like this sucks. Power it does
2: of- feel like it's kind of like that. The scene is smaller.
1: Yeah. The only one I see making content really, other than like the big guys who can just make content about a lot of stuff, is like Broku. Honestly.
2: And it's like different. It's not like like it's not like weekly commentary. You know what I mean? It's different. It's like a uh, power
1: scaling theories for like Broku and like other people too, I guess. Yeah. Um, I like but yeah, see. I think that the scene's completely, completely dead, which is, you know, it's unfortunate, but this is what happens when you have a long running series and lack of direction as it ends.
2: So it kind of sucks. Cause a lot of the people that make content about it now, like obviously no shot to any like content creator, like definitely like, you know, do, do your thing. But it's all of the freaking variety channels that just like make videos about literally everything. And it's not like any dedicated like black clover channels. Like it's like, oh, yeah, they're like, like all gone. Like
1: I said, it's only really yeah. like broken for the most part. And it's probably like,
2: dedicated. Yeah, it's just broken. Because everybody else just does everything all the time. Which, like, they're gonna do anything anyway. And again, no shot to them, but it's just like all, all your dedicated guys kind of just like are just like falling off
1: yeah The only fans you really see are the ones on twitter trying to hype up every chapter and doing their best you know defending it till till death's door but yeah it's just uh it's unfortunate
2: i know we still got narrow Nero still does a black
1: core video. Oh yeah, he does his thing. Well, I mean, it's not a big thing for me because, like, I never really saw me doing this anime stuff for a long time. I mean, I'm kind of doing something else. I say you're doing anime right now. I mean, this is just for fun, bro. We just hear chatting every week with the with the with the boys. Are you talking about your like political
2: commentary?
1: Yeah, that one stuff I focus on because I could still like if I still was making videos, I'm sure like. I would still be able to kind of pull in a certain amount of numbers, but
2: you probably shift around. You probably would like choose a more like a, a good strategy. I'm sure. Yeah. Instead of like. doing but now whatever. I don't really, I don't really care. I just, I, kinda... mean, I think it's good to have things for fun that are like this. Like, like, cause it takes like a lot of, of the stakes off of it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And anime manga. And then, not, I, I, not only do I hop,
1: do this every, try to do it every Friday, I also, there's another channel I hop on for Saturdays, uh, the Players' Choice channel, and I hop on there for their PC anime segment, and I'll be chatting my agendas over there, talking <laughs> about it,
2: you know what I'm saying? They're saying, Black Clover or good, <laughs> cap, not. Dang, good. it sucks, because, like, it's... Ugh. It's like it has everything, it has all the ingredients to be good. Like, imagine having a meal and you have all these raw ingredients that are good. But it's like you mix them together and it's just kind of off. And it's just like, dang, bro, this could be so good, but you just kind of ruin it a little bit.
1: Yeah, because one thing that I mentioned, um, I feel like people weren't getting in it when I made this short about it, is I said like the Black Bulls versus Damnatio fight was mid, and it wasn't the f- because the black bulls needed to win of course they don't they're not going to win that fight i didn't expect them to win that fight it's because they didn't really do anything they didn't really show anything there wasn't anything new it was just kind the of the biggest
2: like, moment was magna throwing his chain and and Charmy transforming and it's like they didn't even mount it they're just like one-off panels I mean, I think Charmy had, like, three panels or something, but the minor thing, like, it was, like, nothing amounted to anything. It was, like, all their off-screen time practicing to get better was just, like, one panel, two panels, like, it did not matter. Yeah, and uh, Tabata completely ruined Charmy. That, that was, uh, bro. Ruined, yeah. She was yeah. never supposed to. I don't know what, y'all. I've been saying this for years. She's a
1: whole dwarf-human hybrid. That, that should what be, like, one of the most that unique mean?
2: What does that mean?
1: That should mean a lot. But, but it apparently, should.
2: not I'm about to like,
1: it should don't bro, like, bro. imagine having a human elf
2: hybrid, you know how crazy that would be for the story. Yeah, we already got one, it's pretty crazy. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's like you know, but not you know what I'm saying. It's, it's,
2: like... it's like the you know, it's like the you know of like freaking Christmas past. It's like, what could have been for you know. Yeah, it's uh, it's unfortunate, but you know, it is what it is. Bro. It's I, uh, you know. Oh, I, I had something to say to you too. I caught up on Fortnite because I was behind. What are you talking about when you said Chion was, was captured or was kidnapped? Because I didn't was that like an extra chapter or something? Because I didn't see that. Did anywhere. I say
1: Chion was captured? I said I think I said Gawain was captured. Did I say Chion was captured?
2: No, you said he like it makes sense the way he is because he was raised different because of what happened. Like you made like alluded to sound like he was like it's like something had happened to him in in like his childhood. It Unless already... I misunderstood you. That that's what I thought. I could have misunderstood you cuz I misunderstand things often. I don't remember saying anything about his capture. I don't know. Cuz like I the way I interpreted it is cuz you oh, go
1: Oh, not Cheon. No, it is Cheon.
2: Yeah, yeah, I thought you were talking about Nasons for some reason. No. <laughs> I mean, they
1: oh. have the same haircut, so I totally get it. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, what I meant is like the way he is in terms of being obsessed with like uh Tristan so okay, wait
2: did, did he actually get captured or was that like because yeah, i he didn't, was
1: captured for uh, by uh
2: the uh guilt thunder's crazy by talk. vivian wait was that an extra chapter because that wasn't in the regular ones i didn't see that. yeah anymore. you didn't see it you didn't read it i, so I just whole brought th- up yes yesterday and i didn't see that oh i don't know where i saw it but i definitely
1: read it so there's a whole chapter of like vivian captured chion and uh they couldn't find him for like week, like he, I think years actually, because he actually grew up with Vivian for a while, and they could not find him. And uh, obviously, she's crazy, right? And that's, that's she's the, the one who taught. She's the one who taught Chion about spirit magic, so that's why he's able to use spirits and all that stuff. And it's kind of crazy how Chion Chion just like. Casually brings out like Bell technically in like Black Clover. He has like four spirits, he has all of them. It's kind of funny. Um, but yeah, he he learned spirits from Vivian. He waited for his perfect opportunity and he killed Vivian. Um, and that's what I mean, that's uh, why he's so crazy.
2: Yeah, apparently it was five years. Yeah, it's crazy. And uh, Tristan was the one who found him, I think. What the fudge? Where was this at? I don't remember, like, where was this because it's not even telling me, I don't even see it. I don't even remember how I found it. When I
1: look up chapters, like, for, like, four nights and stuff, I just go four nights, chapter, X, Y, Z, and then pick the first. Because,
2: like, I literally, because I even reread stuff. So, like, I reread, um, I forget the name of it. was it? No. The the freaking, um, the, that, like, city. I reread that and, and the, uh... And, and the demon stuff, and I didn't even see it. So I was like, dang, where's this at? So it must have been an extra one or something. I tried yeah, it
1: definitely was. I think it said, like, bonus chapter or something.
2: Dang it, bro. I wanted to see that. Oh, well. Yeah, it's a good
1: good insight on, like, Shion and why he is the way he is. Like, it's not like, oh, he's just naturally an asshole. No,
2: he was kind of raised by a crazy lady for five years. So I think this was Masha, or not Masha, but Nakaba's way of giving, because there were people who probably wanted Guild Thunder to end up with Vivian. So they it's kind of the best of both worlds where he legitimately did end up with Margaret, and this is Margaret, him and Margaret's kid, but he's kind of like Vivian, so you kind of got the Guild Thunder ex-Vivian people satisfied too. Um well, I don't care, I
1: wouldn't care to satisfy those Guild Thunder ex Vivian people crazy. <laughs>
2: um, but you know, it may you know we definitely understand why he has Vivian's personality <laughs> for sure. Also, like Lancelot is literally like Gojo, but in the Seven Deadly Sins
1: <laughs> universe. Dude is so broken. That's what I'm saying. Like it just it's so it's just weird to me how like far ahead he is uh, with uh, uh, from Tristan. It's just so weird to me.
2: It also kind of says Go that you know. everybody kind of hates Tristan, and I kinda of like it makes me feel some type of way. Like Tristan feels like he, he feels really down bad yeah he kind of seems so like kind of pathetic (laughs) yeah like you just you can't help but like pity him a little bit like he's so i I like that aspect because Meliodas felt so like distant in terms of like everything it always felt like he knew the right thing to do the right thing to say he could come through when you needed him but tristan no he feels it's odd to say but he feels really he feels like a very human character like in terms of like he is not having a good time and everything sucks and he's just trying to do good and he just can't <laughs> yeah, and i and i
1: feel that and it's kind of like crazy. Uh, to be fair i guess you can kind of understand why people still hate
2: meliodas you know i don't think everybody will forgive him even no matter what zeldris does man that was like that was like uh, 3000 years ago they you know, i
1: agree but i guess you can kind of understand it. but like <laughs> at some point i'm like i feel like lancelot feels this too he's like tristan get the fuck
2: like, get over it. Like, Lancelot is track. very much like that. He really is. Like, Tristan, who, who cares? Like, get over it. And I, oh, for some reason, because I think this is something I respect about Lancelot, I feel like Lancelot kind of understands that Tristan should be, like, more important. But he's kind he does. of just a background character right now. He does. I th- I, th- I think I think he gets it that he was lucky to be this strong. But now he's trying to really flex that, that strength, and he gets it that. That, like everybody else will probably probably be stronger when they catch up.
1: Yeah, especially fucking Percival. Bro, Percival's whatever that when that spirit came out, it was like, bro, you're this gotta like, stand. <laughs> bro, I'm like, who the hell is Percival, bro? What what is this this backstory that we're about to get from this guy?
2: Uh, man. He I has do... to be related to chaos,
1: he just has to.
2: I'm not gonna lie, as a person who was really big on like Zeldrus and Gelda having a kid that was important. I'm I am okay actually with like Percival being like their pseudo child. <laughs> I I'm like okay with that, oddly enough. I'm okay with
1: that too, but it's kind of it's kind of funny how Percival is treated better in the demon world than Tristan and he's part demon. Bro, but... that's the thing, like they hate <laughs> they hate him.
2: They hate Tristan, even though Tristan, by all accounts, is the child of the strongest demon. But they hate him.
1: <laughs> In all accounts, he's like a prince of the demon world.
2: He literally is. He's he like his his uncle is the king. You would think there'd be like some type of respect, but they're like, "Ew, this filthy half breed!" Like, oh, why is he here? We hate you.
1: It kind of pissed me off that Tristan lost to this guy. But I'm like, Tristan, you better, f- bro. You ain't no way you're losing to like. These guys, come on, get a hold of yourself, bro.
2: I thought that These. was weird because that means that that guy—I forget his name—I just keep calling him Belion because he looks like Belion from the movie. But um, it's weird that he lost to Belion because that means he's stronger than Chaos gallon and Chaos Melascula, which are like stronger than Ten Commandments. And it's like, what what's up with the demon power progression in these past 16 years? <laughs> like, because the Titans were the cream of the crop, and now you have, like, casual demons way stronger than what they were.
1: I personally believe that Tristan just wasn't trying because he's kind of a wimp right now. I don't know. But he
2: used his demon transformation, though, or at least half of it, at least. But I feel like,
1: I think there's a distinction between, like,
2: rage mode demon version Tristan versus, like, normal, like, just using it. I mean, I do think he was trying to not, like, lose control, but I also don't think he has full control over, like, a full mark, per se. I don't think, like, he, th- just get better.
1: At this point, I don't know what to say. I don't know what Tristan, I don't know how Tristan's going to get. Like, their plan is to go to Camelot and screw things up. But Tristan was also one of the people that wasn't even training. Like, bro, get better. Like, you're sorry right now. Get better. At this point, I don't know what's going on with Tristan. He's supposed to be strong, but, like, I don't know. To be fair, he did lose one of his closest friends, but, like, get better. You know what I'm I
2: get it. Yeah, he did lose one of his friends. So, it's, like, I mean, he, he literally is grieving because that was, like, that was, like, the week prior. Even though it's kind of funny that Jay didn't even like him, though. Like, he actually, like, hated him. <laughs> but Tristan will he, never know.
1: Yeah, I'm curious to see, like, are they going to reveal to that girl that... no.
2: No, they're not going to tell him. No, no, no,
1: no. It's kind of, it's kind of a looming awkwardness it over, is. over the group. <laughs> it is kind
2: of weird, a little bit. Kind of
1: awkward, just a little bit. But uh, four you know, per usual, they're cooking. I'm curious to see what happens between now. The chaos knights are right on the tail of uh, the four I mean, none of them will be able to beat Lancelot, but I'm sure everyone's gonna get there. Like that's 1v1 the thing.
2: Fights. That's the thing I, I just... will I mean, apparently, though, they said if one of them dies, it ruins the prophecy. So I guess that's what they're going for.
1: They said they're going to go kill Percival, to be I fair. Mean, cause, I mean,
2: because to be fair, it's like they said, he is the weakest one. So like, he would be the easiest one to kill.
1: Not if that spirit comes out. That spirit comes out. I mean, and they're <laughs> washing people, bro. They don't literally don't even watch. know
2: about it, though. I mean, Percival has a huge amp, though, being in, 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 in the demon realm, since they all like believe in him. Like, like personal is kind of crazy, but he just doesn't know, know how to do anything.
1: I wonder if they're gonna kind of introduce the concept of him never dying, kind of similar to like Meliodas never dying, and coming mm. back. To, like, there's a there's a looming problem every time he dies.
2: He, oh, so do you think it could be related to the like autonomy of his magic? Then, yeah, I'm because I I did think that was kind of interesting because at first I thought it was personal's True thoughts, like when he made that. Uh, remark about Jade, that like, oh, maybe his regrets weren't big. Like, I was like, dang, maybe Percival does kind of feel that way. But as like during the Lancelot fight, when it's like Percival's spirits have ideas separate of Percival, I was like, oh, okay, so it is like an entirely separate like entity.
1: I still, I'm still banking on Percival's like the good version of the chaos that uh, Arthur got rid of. That's, I'm still banking on that. Mm. That's my theory. Or Merlin did something to like separate the two, or something like that.
2: So I wonder, like, what happened, though. Like, do you think someone just threw him into, like, a demon realm portal and he just was like, I'm going to survive now? Like... Hmm, how I don't the- know. Because they don't even know how he even got there.
1: There's also the weird thing is, like, okay, is it will it be a situation where it's, like, kind of like Escanor, where he started out as a normal human and was, like, po- like, possessed by this power? Or is he even human, but he is related to, like, Humans like there's there's a lot of like things that's very weird about personal and Gawain. To be fair, Both of them have just weird backstories that we. I was
2: kind of I was kind of upset that she got captured, but she is kind of like childish. So I'm like I'm not. I guess it's kind of weird how like how much Lancelot doesn't care. Like I think he should care a bit more, being like the pseudo leader of of the group. But he's like, yeah whatever she'll be fine she's strong like and it's not I mean, like he like believes in her it's just like he's stating it as like logic as like she's strong so she should be fine not like I believe in Gawain and she'll make it through like
1: I think if it was like Percival or Tristan he would act more because like Gwen, the there's doubt that they would kill her because she's related to Arthur mm, whereas like if it was like Percival or Tristan they uh, they 100 percent would kill him that's yeah. fair.
2: That's fair. so there's many anyway, things that going to kind of play out. For I sure. think it's, I, I do think it's kind of weird though that Arthur would even keep sending people after them, even though Lancelot's still there. Because I get it, you're trying to kill Percival, who is, who is the weakest one, but Lancelot's there and he could best you in combat. So it's like, why even send anyone anywhere near him? You know what I mean? That's that's like the one thing that gets me.
1: Yeah, I also. I'm very curious to see um, if we get to see more sins before, like, because obviously it's not going to be. LOL, a simple...
2: you mean King and Diane <laughs>
1: and their daughter.
2: She's in the game, bro. That's what they're going to do with her. She's she's a video game. only. Well, she
1: has about. to appear in the real story, too, man. I yeah.
2: mean, they do have multiple kids, though, because they did say that they have kids, plural. So maybe like.
1: That's cool. You know, bring them in the store. Plus, they gotta meet the the knights eventually. The sins have to I like I mean in theory Diane and and King would be perfect teachers to help them control their abilities. Nope, we're uh, just
2: gonna uh, land slot train them. <laughs> we have land right. slot train everybody.
1: Apparently, bro. <laughs> there's no way it's gonna be as simple them just going to, to Camelot and that's it's definitely gonna be much more convoluted. Whatever happens.
2: Oh, I don't know if you remember this dude, but, um, so, like, you know that random guy using all of of the goddess powers there with with the Chaos Knights? He's been using, like, the thing to keep them safe and all that? Yeah. That's the samurai dude from Seven Deadly Sins. It has to be it has to be Nanashi because he was like ex Goddess Clan. He got his ring wings.
1: Oh, up. that's true. I remember. It has to be him.
2: Clan. If it's not him, I'm be I'm be super shocked. But it has to be him. That makes sense. That makes sense. Okay, so it'll he, be interesting. So, he, so he's probably like Matt Strong.
1: Yeah, well, that's why I probably still gonna beat him. So. <laughs> but I think I mean it'll be interesting to see. There's another thing that was on my mind, but now I'm kind of, kind of blanking. Um, nah, I completely forgot. There, I, I think <laughs> was it about. I it, yeah, yeah, I think it has something to do with the Chaos Knights, but I'm cloned. Oh,
2: that chick who has the seal, or the, yeah, the- that chick. That,
1: yeah, I, I, yeah, that's the exactly the person I'm thinking about. Her, I don't know how I feel about like. Do you think she's gonna have like? A crush on Percival?
2: Oh, no. no! I hope not. I hope she doesn't. I just hope it's just he was nice to me, so I'm going to give him this back. Like I hope it's just that. Even though she's going to die, so whatever. You think she's going to die? Arthur literally rotted out that one chick inside out with bugs. He's going to kill her, too. He's so going to kill her, too. (laughs) That was actually kind of deep. I'm not going to lie to you. It was like, whoa.
1: Oh, also Ironside's brother is here too. So Percival's uncle.
2: This is I wonder I, I hope that they get a chance to actually establish that. Cause like it's kind of weird if they don't. It's like a missed opportunity. But Nakaba's pretty big on family stuff, so he probably will. So we'll see. I, I I'm more curious about this whole like how they're gonna stop the behemoth. Like I don't quite understand. But
1: yeah, whatever broken ability person was about to bring out will we'll save the day. I'm
2: naturally immune to negative energy. Like,
1: person was so <laughs> broken, bro. Like, probably definitely the beginning in terms of abilities to just start off with it, like, one of the most broken. Oh my gosh,
2: in. he's like, is so overpowered, but just doesn't know how to do anything. Which is the best nerf for him because once he learns how to do stuff, he's going to be like ridiculous.
1: Yeah, he's probably gonna be like Arthur level. It's like it's gonna be GG's at that point. But you know, it is what it is. I would say overall, Four Rights has been been good. Eden Zero kind of doing their thing. All uh, the manga in very interesting places with that. Um, for the most part, none of them. Uh, other than like One Piece, carrying every week. You know, none of them.
2: Man. One piece doing the thing every week, never stops, never stopping.
1: But there's other good manga that I do really think are interesting that people don't talk about enough. Like Yuzakura family, I stand by that one. Very interesting, like character story between the Yozakura family. Um Elusive Samurai. I told you all about that in the beginning. That thing's cooking. Elusive Samurai. That's what she
2: keeps saying, but she be the only person I'd be hearing saying it though.
1: Uh, well there's a reason why it survived it, it survived the axe. there's a reason for it so, <laughs> it's it's gonna get its an- I'm sure it's gonna get its own anime too so yeah that's
2: probably true because it's been so long
1: uh that I mean that's slow cookie I think and I am also one of those people I think Rex agrees with me taki the main villain is like one of the best villains in jump right now really like, he's like he's better than Lucius for sure I mean that uh, part low i know i just had to say it um but he is one of the best he's the most interesting like he's so he's a very like convoluted villain but he's kind of very broken at the same time uh so he's a great villain sakamoto days pretty interesting i think uh great fights great choreography and undead Unluck final arc is like the best
2: final arc that's going on right
1: now not counting one piece
2: I need to catch up to that one because I've actually been like super behind on that one.
1: Oh, bro. Fuko and her character development. Oh my God, bro. She's such a great character right now.
2: Dang. Because Undead will have like these like amazing stretches. Their anime's coming out soon too, isn't it?
1: Yeah. I I mean, I'm. I'm I'm probably, I'm probably, if I'm being completely honest, this is kind of my opinion, but I think it's pretty cool, but I think the final arc, like, this is one of the few series where you can say the final arc clears the rest of the series.
2: Well, see, it just depends, because that one stuff with freaking unknown, that, that, that arc was fire, with unknown in in them, that arc was really good. Oh, I think this final arc is better. It's just well, like no, no, no. It, it was an arc in there it was that one person that like couldn't be seen or heard or anything they like basically didn't exist but like
1: Oh yeah like, I know I I remember what you we talk about
2: like, So the, fire the fire big fire thing fire better,
1: but... the yeah I mean I think I feel like there's really no manga that we we can bring up where the fuck other than probably going to be one piece. one piece is always the exception anytime we talk about all manga one piece is the exception yeah. um, <laughs> And, like, any S-tier manga are exceptions, bro. I'm not bringing up any S-tier. But, like, on general spect- uh, spectrum, there's very few manga you can bring up and say, like, the final arc is their best arc. And I think Undead Unlock is one of them.
2: That's true. A lot of play bro, they be fumbling the last arc.
1: Yeah. Whereas the lead-up to this one, especially considering the arc before this one is so mid, and then you have this arc, it's like,
2: bro. Yeah. Yes. I'd even argue, like, all of the... Well, Naruto and Bleach, their last arc is actually not good.
1: <laughs> There's entertainment, but you can never say that, that that was their best arc. There's 100% arcs better. 100%.
2: Yeah, it's, like, big no. Um,
1: it's big no. My Hero, same thing. Black Cover, same thing. Uh, yeah. Tokyo Ghoul would be an interesting conversation, but I would probably say the Final Arc more than likely is probably not the best one, but
2: I would have the conversation about that one. Ooh, Tokyo Revengers, there we go.
1: Oh, terrible Final Arc. (laughs) Jesus.
2: (laughs) That Final Arc was dog shit. That was one of the
1: worst Final arcs I've ever seen, bro. I
2: would actually have a hard time thinking of the worst Final Arc. Than Tokyo So Revenge. bad.
1: It just went. It went like it was good up till <laughs> the final arc. Like it was. The it was
2: literally insane. It was so good. It was so good into the final arc. It was like amazing until the final arc. It, just it was fire. The series, bro. Even the beginning um, of the final arc, it wasn't even the worst thing. But it just like, man, yeah, far from grace.
1: Hell's Paradise final arc, not uh, not one of the best. Um, oh. Another contender for good final arcs? Full Metal Alchemist. For sure.
2: That's true.
1: I really enjoyed that final arc.
2: That's true. Their final arc was actually pretty good. Attack on Titan, I think their final arc was better than the rest of it, too.
1: Yeah, I think... Uh, to be fair, I consider both these series like S tier, so I mean, I'm not gonna... <laughs> right. Um, Mob Psycho fumbled. Uh...
2: Even Magi, I don't think the final arc was the best arc. I think, like probably some other arcs. Actually, it's weird. I think that flashback arc is the best arc in my game.
1: That was such an intricate arc, bro. It It, got so emotional. It's
2: it's, it's so deep and honestly, that's like my line for like complexity or complexity in stories. Anything more complex than that is like way too much.
1: I I feel that. That that. that
2: was low-key too much. I was just really invested in like in the characters, for some reason, there was enough
1: buildup of like who they were and their irre- their relevance to the stories. Like she,
2: she literally put it dead center in the middle of the series. Like it was in the middle, and it's like, well, there's like a hundred chapters after this. I kind of have to read this.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was it was good. It was good. Uh, well, you're not caught up. But Gentama Fun Arc was fire. So i caught maybe. up.
2: I'm not even started. <laughs> oh
1: yeah, true. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, Other series final arc. That's Runi Kenshin or Yu Yu Hakusho. I don't think it,
2: their final arc was the best arc uh, at all. Oh, it's because Dark Tournament was so good. Like, it's not because I don't even think the last arc of Yu is bad. I think it's actually good. But, like, That's Dark Tournament Term, was just so good. It was just such a good arc. They should have left Genkai dead, though. I think that would have hit so much harder.
1: I agree. Like it's her they, and they just go and have been together or something.
2: It's like, I get it. You had a wish and you could wish for anything. So it makes sense. And honestly, if they didn't wish her back, I kind of would be like, why didn't you do that? <laughs> like, <laughs> and if they couldn't bring her back, I'm like, why would you say the wish could do anything if it can't bring people back to life? So I, I guess they, they have nothing else to wish for. But still, I just think she should have stayed dead.
1: Uh, Reborn Final Arc is not their best arc. Um, that 100% was the or arc. It was the best arc. Um, Konnichi the Mighty Disciple, their Final Arc wasn't the best.
2: I think... Ooh. No, not even Fairy Tail. I think a lot of people think it's the Grand Magic games. It's their best arc.
1: Uh, but, uh, either that one or the... um. The one with the uh, demons.
2: The Spriggins?
1: Uh, demons. The. Okay. Oh. Zeref Demons, that arc.
2: Freaking, what was it Alvarez? No, Tar- T- Tartaros.
1: Tartaros, that was a good the arc.
2: Tartaros one, yeah.
1: Because that, that actually... great. That, one that arguably is better. It's probably the best one, honestly. I, think that's, I actually think that no, I don't. I
2: don't know if that's Rax's favorite or not. Actually,
1: I wouldn't be surprised because he really likes uh, hey, hey, what's his name?
2: Oh, freaking! Oh, what's his name, bro?
1: I completely Mard that. Gear. There we Margear. go. Mard Gear. He loves Mard Gear. That's his favorite he,
2: character. Yeah.
1: You got a lot. You got Grace Power Up. You got Natsu getting using Dragon Force. You got Igneo showing up. Acknowledger showing up. Sad moment. Gray Natsu team up. Like you got a lot. The, the celestial lie. king.
2: You got I was so kind of that. upset about Igneo. Like I was actually Max, because Fairy Tales is one of those series where the good the, the good guys always come through. So when like it didn't happen, I was like, oh, what? <laughs> it just threw me off.
1: I I hundred percent get that. Fire Force and uh, Seven Deadly Sins. I don't think their final arcs are their best arcs.
2: What? No, low key Fire Force. The final arc actually might have been the best one. Cause like I'm I'm not saying the other arcs are bad, I just think like like they're good, but I just don't know which one is like better than that. I mean, hmm. like I, like maybe that first descent into the ether when he first meets show like whatever that arc was that arc was actually pretty fire. But like outside of that one, the final arc was like pretty crazy because it had a lot of twists and turns and all kind of stuff, and you had all the fights and all that.
1: I really like the arc with Joker and um, what's his name?
2: Oh, uh, Benny Maru. Yeah, because that really wasn't the final arc. That was kind of like leading up to it.
1: I think there's a case. I think fire, but Fire Force. I don't think Fire Force. Even though people like it, I think. I think most people kind of like Fire Force doesn't stand out as much as people think. For some I mean, reason, I still I would... think Soul Eater is better, if like
2: personally. I would agree with you. I think Fire Force is probably like constructed better, but something about Soul Eater just feels better. Like it's almost like you you can tell Fire Force like he's a he has matured. And got better as a writer. Mature.
1: Tamaki exists. What do you mean mature? No, like, bro? in terms
2: of, like, <laughs> you can tell his skill has grown. You Like, you can tell he has experience. Like, you, you can see he has a higher level of experience writing Fire Force versus.
1: I don't know. I feel like Soul Eater's writing was so intricate, though.
2: It was, but Fire Force, it felt like there was more, like, intent in a lot of stuff. Like, it felt like, because, like, no one's seen a lot of the setup for stuff coming. Like, Fire Force really felt like it kept you, like, on your toes.
1: I think he went deeper into like how deeper conceptually because he went to like multiple parallel universes. He went yeah. to like gods rewriting time. Like he went deep into. Whereas like, like Soul Eater, the that. biggest
2: thing is like exploring like psychosis and how people go mad and stuff like that. That's like the the, the deepest themes for Soul Eater. Yeah, it's so like he- a personal level. Whereas he went real like crazy in Fire Force.
1: Yeah, and then he went to the whole aspect of like humanity and like, like yeah, he would. I guess, in the, in terms of the themes, in terms of like the scope of the story, he definitely went way deeper with Fire Force. I'd agree to that. Seven of the Sins uh, is only
2: two arcs, though. So it's like the last arc kind of is the best arc.
1: <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not
2: buying that. There's not it, it, The Ten Commandments is literally like that. Like the Demon King stuff, it, it's like Seven of the Sins is getting to Britannia, and then it's the Ten Commandments and Demon King. Like that is the whole... Like it's, it's literally two arcs.
1: Nah, this is cop-out. Nah, I'm not buying it. You think it's multiple nah. arcs? Yeah. I'm not uh, buying it. Cop leading
2: out. up to... leading Them getting to Britannia has to be one arc. There's no way you think that that's multiple arcs.
1: You can break it up, because you got... First, you got the um, introduction of Obviously, Elizabeth and Meliodas. Then That's the
2: first chapter. <laughs> one chapter. Then
1: you have them meeting uh, Diane.
2: That's also one chapter.
1: Then you have them meeting
2: uh, Bond. Bob. That's also one chapter.
1: Then you have them <laughs> meeting up with King.
2: That's probably right. like three chapters, actually. That one actually is like two or three chapters.
1: And then you have the meeting Gother.
2: That's like also, two or three
1: chapters. Uh, actually, was this? Yeah, yeah. Go through here. So then you have the the tournament arc where all these. Uh, but the
2: Vazel Fight Festival. Oh my gosh! Yeah. You want to consider that an arc? I guess. Yeah. yeah. That's the that's biggest hard. I guess ever, bro. That's, you know,
1: there's so much stuff that happened. It's not an
2: arc. It's like five. It's like it's like seven chapters tops. It's not that long.
1: I mean, it's not my fault. I mean, the only sins love their mini arcs.
2: That's not uh, an arc. <laughs>
1: so then, then I'll give you them showing up at Britannia.
2: Then I'll give you that. Oh my gosh, that is not no freaking arc, dude. So then, then, then you're
1: good with that. Then you have them being at Britannia. I'll give you the whole entire thing, one big arc.
2: It's actually um, funny now that I look at it, like on the wiki, they do actually consider all these arcs, and it's really not.
1: It's kind of it's it's segmented. Also, like you have like the. Uh... I'm gonna stop there. I, I I just I can't consider it like three separate arcs. There's too many like segmented mode moments.
2: But it's it's so small though. It's like I just don't. To me, it doesn't seem like an arc because it's like, it's like oh man, here are these like three or four chapters. Like this is my arc, and it's like what? It's like you get like. You get Bond and and freaking Diane in Volume Two. It's like there's no way you're getting two arcs in one volume, of like, of like what, eight chapters? Like,
1: hey man, it is what it is. Uh, have you seen Girl in the Gun? I'm gonna wrap it up by going over a few things that I did say I was gonna do this. But have you seen Girl in the Gun? I have not. All right, I'm gonna go over some anime. We'll see if you've seen them, and uh, we're gonna objectively rate them very quickly.
2: Okay,
1: Uh. Okay. go down the list of the anime that I've I feel like I'm going to have not anime.
2: seen most of these. It's going to be so funny.
1: I guarantee you haven't seen Housing Ultimate. I have not. I know you haven't seen Code Geass. Uh, Puella Madoka Magica. Nope. nope. Bacano. Nope. Fade Zero. Nope. <laughs> what?
2: <laughs> I've always wanted to watch Fate, but I never knew where to start. So I've never watched it because I, I want to start at the right spot because there's a bunch of I can dates.
1: I can no, no, I can give you the order. So for fate, this is how it, do you want to watch a chronological order or like. I, I and think like that actually
2: because there's like the, the release order and then there's like the story chronological order. But like I never know like which one I'm supposed to because some things it's better if you watch it in the order it came out and something it's better if you watch it in the order that the story takes place. So it's like I, I never know
1: which one. I personally think you should watch it in chronological order. Personally, but I like like consistency in terms of storytelling. Um, so if you're doing chronological, you watch Fate Zero first. Uh, that's the start. And then you watch. You technically can watch both Fate Stay Night and Fate Stay Night Unlimited Blade Works. They're technically the same events happening, mm-hmm. but a little different. But if you like, one perspective is a little different. Like they're like they they're told differently, but they're like the same events. If you understand where I'm coming from, mm. um, so I personally would say just watch a little bit of Blade Works because I think Fate Stay Night is trash. Um, <laughs> like, bro, I'm telling you, this is Sheesh. this is a scene. This this is a scene in Fate Stay Night. There's a scene where Shiro has to heal Saber in order for them to do that. They have to have sex. And I'm not lying. What? They have to have sex. And there's a scene. Instead of you seeing them have sex, they put a, they create a 3D dragon of Shiro fighting this 3D horribly made CGI dragon and beating it, emanating the fact that he's having sex with Saber. What? That sounds like... It's trash, bro. Uh, the whole relationship between uh, Shiro and Saber is dog shit. I hate it. Um, and uh honestly, my biggest gripe with Fate is Saber. Like her whole character is pissing me off.
2: I don't lie. That's the uh, chick in the blue, isn't it?
1: Yep, her whole character pisses me off <laughs> because, like, her fucking char- her character doesn't make sense at all. Like, I'm so irritated because it's Fate in the Fate franchise. She's like King Arthur, right? Okay, and I'm like. But why, though? Like, why did you have King Arthur be a woman? I don't understand why, why this is a thing. And then they – this is King Arthur. But in Fate Stay Night, she's, like, flirting with a teenager in Japan. Like, what are we, what are we
2: doing? Like, I don't, I don't understand what I mean, we're doing I mean, to be right fair, in, in, in the lore, Winniver is much younger than, than King Arthur. So, I mean, maybe they're going for that.
1: That shit's cringe. And the crazy part about it is, like, also there's a version that's Joan of Arc that look exactly the same as King Arthur. They're the same look. Like, you could have just switched a Joan of Arc and you wouldn't have been fine.
2: Like, no one know. would even notice or say.
1: No one would have noticed. Like, bro, just have it to be Joan of Arc. everyone, like, well, we know Joan of Arc was a teenager. So, um, also, like, there's a bunch of different, like, Saber clones that look exactly like Saber. Like, there's one that's like King Arthur's kid that looks exactly like Saber. Joan of Arc looks exactly yeah. like Saber. It's just annoying and it's stupid and I hate everything about it. Um, (laughs) Jeez, uh, Fate Unlimited Blade Works is much better uh, than Fate. It's animated way better too. Like Unlimited Blade Work has like peak animation. People say like that. Yeah, yeah, much newer. Mm. It's like it's ufotable. It's like peak ufotable, for sure. Oh, I see. It's those guys. So after Unlimited Blade Works, you got uh, Fate Heaven's Feel, which. Is like another. So the big thing about the Fate franchise is like there's three different type of like way or three different type of timelines, and the timelines are based on who Shiro kind of hooks up with. Mm-hmm. So Fate Stay Night is Shiro and Saber. unlimited Blade Works is Shiro and Rin, and Heaven's Feel is Shiro and Sakura. So those are uh, Fate Zero is the first one because that's a prequel. That's that's like. Kiritsugu, the best character in the series and uh, like the father of Shiro and then Fate Stay Night, Fate Unlimited Blade Works and then Fate Heavens feels like three movies and I you know you watch that last Jeez, it's very convoluted I agree uh-huh. I only like
2: Fate Zero to be honest <laughs> now we're feeling the rest of it
1: I like Unlimited Blade Works because of Archer and once you know once you figure out who I'm talking about you realize why Archer's dope. Gilgamesh is a fire character. He's a great villain. I like Gilgamesh too. Um Hunter Hunter. You seen it?
2: Uh yes. <laughs> Obviously. All of seen. it. Yeah, yeah. I've seen the whole thing.
1: I'm not gonna rate it until the, until the manga gets It's out. over, I'm
2: RT. Goodness, I'm bro. Gonna, like I'm gonna wait until the manga gets it's like over. I give you I'll know it's they... over. It's not coming back. It's never gonna yeah. finish. One piece I'll is wait. gonna finish, and they're still gonna be paying. Togashi to be on Shonen Jump. He's not finishing it.
1: Oh, I know the perfect series to do. Let's do Tokyo Revengers.
2: <laughs> but if we're doing the anime, it's fire, though. Like, Everything's No, is fire. We're it's
1: doing fire. the manga. We're doing the oh. manga.
2: I thought you said anime that I've seen, not manga.
1: Oh, both, to be honest. <laughs> he's
2: yeah, he's a jerk.
1: <laughs> all right, let's go. Uh, all right, so we're going to quickly rate Tokyo Revengers. Um, Five criteria: plot, characters, setting, themes, art/slash animation. Do we that have to include
2: like? the final arc? Like,
1: yeah, we do.
2: <laughs> it's not fair. <laughs> if, if you don't include the final arc, it's like really close to a ten, though.
1: Yeah, but like, okay, I don't even know if I agree to that. But like, we we're like, including. What do you mean you don't?
2: Arc. know If you don't include the final arc, if if it ends
1: close to a ten.
2: What are we talking about, bro? If you end it right where everybody thought it should have ended, it's like a nine, bro. All
1: right. Tokyo Revengers plot objectively. With all things considered, especially since we learned how they got the, the time travel power. See, if
2: you, if you ignore <laughs> that, if you ignore the final arc, it's not bad. <laughs> like.
1: So with all the context we get from the final arc, <laughs> the plot is like a... It's a little better than average. It's like a six. That's only because <laughs> the
2: final arc makes it stupid by giving it a reason. It makes it dumb. But you can't not have a reason. Like you have to yeah, have you, can. you can. You could. Why does any why does any isekai person end up anywhere? There's no reason. Why is the Shield Hero where he is? It's like oh, he read a book and he just popped up there. It's like whatever.
1: No, they're transported. Someone did. A, usually, it's like someone does a spell and they transport this person to this other world.
2: Oh my gosh, bro.
1: Alright, 6. 6 out of 10. Objectively, it's a little bit better than average plot. What, what are you giving it? Do I have to include the final
2: arc? Yes! What are you, you cannot include the final arc. What are you doing? If I have to include the final arc, then it gets like a 5. Like, Oh, damn. 5? Yeah, it's really mid. It's super mid. <laughs> it's super so mid.
1: Oh, the, the, the plot is a 5.5, 5, basically. <laughs> People need to realize that the final arc, the final arc, like, I used to have the whole criteria. When I used to break it down, the final arc would get, like, its own, like, sub rating because, like, it's so important to wrap up your story. It and it gives is. context
2: of the story. It does. It sucks. It is and, and it, it does.
1: And the context we get beyond, one, the way they achieve the power, Dog shit explanation, terrible <laughs>
0: explanation.
1: The, the reason why Mikey is so evil, dog shit explanation, That's terrible horrible.
0: explanation.
1: And the reason why Takamichi got the power, dog shit explanation, terrible explanation. Like these are terrible. Um so with that said, oh, also the the way they kind of solved everything was kind of that was bullshit. So uh Yeah, six five point five, I guess. That's uh characters. Horrible. Character. The
2: characters are actually good, like con- consistently. I think they're actually pretty good outside of like their motivations. I don't know if that counts. And it's only in the final arc are their motivations like kind of blah. Yeah, Mikey lost a lot
1: of points. Um, Dra- Takamichi didn't lose nearly as much points, but you know, he uh still lost a few. Draken, great, and you know, I love Draken. Um, I think the other villain was really was good. The one that was uh, that trying kind to of manipulate Nike Kisaki. He was good. Bro, he was so good, bro. Uh I think for the most part, a lot of the characters were pretty interesting. They all held their own when they were on screen. They're entertaining. Um, except like Takamichi's like initial friends. Like they were kind of like oh, they were
2: except mind. the only one that mattered
1: was, was, was the, the, the... red haired yeah, him. And, and he, agree. like, had a
2: part in the story, which, like, it was okay. Like, he, like he himself wasn't supposed to be, like, that important, but, like, his place was.
1: Yeah. And I, I like the characters. I liked all the characters for the most part. I even like, you know, Takimichi's love interest. I like the other girl, that dra- uh, Mikey's sister. Um, oh, yeah.
2: I didn't really care for Sinju that much, though, in the end, in the final arc, but that's just the final arc, though. Ooh.
1: Oh, that one girl. Oh yeah, she just showed up out of nowhere though. It was just like, yeah, it just felt not right, bro. So, overall, characters, I would give, I think they were entertaining enough. I'll give them a 7.
2: Characters. I, uh, it's like I want to give them an 8, but just the stuff in the final arc with Mikey was just so cuz Mikey's so important to the story. Like he's yeah, so important.
1: So bad with Mikey.
2: Like, Mikey is like, it's like them not doing Mikey justice, like, ruins the story. It's
1: like I a,
2: agree. Seven. a seven. seven at, and, and seven is just because I want to give it something higher. Mikey could have ended up like a, if they kind of,
1: because there's so many, if we're being realistic, even though it was hard to figure out time travel, what's your fault? You introduced it, so you should have figured it out before you even re- wrote the story, to be honest. Um, when it comes to Mikey, there's so much things to kind of dive into. Like you're the you're a
2: prodigy. Your brother died. Like, um, bro, they could have just not said anything. If they would have just never said anything, it would have been fine. It would have literally been fine.
1: It would have. At the, honestly, it would have been better than what they did say. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that
2: goes without saying for sure.
1: Like leave people in like perpetual uh, wonder. Honestly. Yeah. Oh yeah. Would have been cool, no, no, I wouldn't have had no issues. Uh, the setting, I mean, I like the style, you know, it was Japan, like they did this whole like gang war thing with the story, the gangs, like hate the and like they, I liked how they connected like the, this current like gang with the uh Tokyo Manji gang and how they affected society in the future. Um, and then but once they dove into the lore behind time travel, that was so. Bad, so, so bad.
2: terrible, so bad, bro. Um.
1: So overall, I'll give the setting a five.
2: I mean, the set it, it sucks because it doesn't benefit from because like I feel like when you have like a really like when when it's based in reality, like it kind of takes away because you don't have that much mystery to go along with it. You know what I mean? Like there isn't like, oh man, what's on this continent? You know what I mean? It's like. Dang, this yeah. is Japan. You just gotta kind of <laughs> flush out what like
1: the, the the like you gotta flush out the streets and with the struggle and all that stuff, and you know they could if they could have done that more, but then they added the aspect of time travel, and then they screwed up when they introduced the concept of time travel. So yeah, they did. So they screwed themselves up. So five is the best I can do. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, it kind of is. Uh okay, let's go themes what is, what is the what's the theme of tokyo
2: adventures never give up bro <laughs> Logan, i think it is honestly i mean takamichi like, is literally here he right there never give up
1: but it kind of is like bittersweet considering he can just keep on like getting chances with time travel <laughs> never give up bro he, he just gets he lucky I would feel it so much if it wasn't for the ending where he was like never giving up, and then he got future sight.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's like, bruh, <laughs>
1: he got future sight, and then he, and then he did something and sent them both back in
2: time, and it's like, bruh, what? I'm not gonna lie, it, it, it was like the plot wanted Takamichi to succeed, but like, I, that, that's all main character plots. though, when you think about it. I I
1: wanted him to succeed. I think you could just make him a better fighter. You didn't have to make him so bad at fighting the entire series. Like I know, fighting he was like,
2: fighting would, so much. You would think after getting beat up like every day for like like three four years or something, he would learn how to fight. But he just never did.
1: Yeah, like I'm not saying better,
2: he doesn't have to like be Mikey or nothing. But give him some, give him a little bit of hands, like.
1: In combination with the fact that he can take a hit, because there's a lot of characters out there, is like they always oh yeah, glass back back. jaw, sure, yeah. So that in combination with making him a better fighter would have been enough instead of future vision, like,
2: like or give him like what? some, maybe even future vision just when it came to to like fights, you know, like like maybe he got beat up so much he knew where somebody was about to try to punch him or something like. Oh, having the instinct. Okay, not
1: actual future vision, but like having the instincts of yeah. Yeah, I would have been fine with that. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, that's why the there's a manga right now, literally kind of doing that. It's called Do Retry. And his whole thing is about getting back up. He's a boxer. I think I told you about it.
2: Oh, yeah. This one that's just not going to be as good as
1: Hajime No Ippo. Probably not. But, you know,
2: whatever, we'll see. We'll see.
1: Um, theme, the Never Give Up, probably the worst uh, Never Give Up theme attempt I've ever seen. So. Not ever, but
2: one of the worst. <laughs> I to sixth up until the final arc. It was decent. It's such an average. I mean, because that was honestly the weakest part of it, leading up until the final arc, which makes it worse. But I feel like people were still kind of
1: at,
2: at, at the very least,
1: they kind of carried carried
2: out the aspect of Takamichi being a loser to the better end. <laughs> it was just kind of whack because like he would get beat up, and people were like, you know what, you're you're right, and it's like. What, what wait let's what, like wait what how it's like you know what this guy's tough because he's getting beat up it's like how he's he's not doing anything he's just losing the entire time like maybe it's something deep that i just don't get but wait, i I don't, I don't see why people are so apt to follow him or listen to him when all he did was just get beat up
1: he had his emotions on his shoulders bro on people
2: Cry, baby hero
1: um what do what, what you give in theme
2: Themes like a four. I really don't think that they was good, and that's even oh. included, not including the final arc. I don't think they were good, it just made it worse.
1: Okay, we'll average it out of five. And then as for the the art, I the art was pretty cool. Nothing I crazy.
2: The designs were actually pretty fire when it came to like the covers and like color panels and stuff. Like when he got to like really showcase what he can do because it was very different from all the other like obviously everybody draws different. But it felt very different, you know what I mean?
1: Um, I'm just responding. Afternoon tea time, and after—what does that even mean? What are you talking? Okay, about? my friend just eat- messaged me me. Said we're gonna get afternoon tea time. Oh, I don't yeah, know what he me meant by that.
2: Tea in the afternoon. That's what that means.
1: As long as it's like timely, because I have to show up at this uh for this other thing. At,
2: uh seven PM EST, so that's so late in the day. Y'all got all day to get tea. That's like depends a, on um,
1: what you mean by afternoon. It could be two like, or it could be it's four. Supposed to be like
2: a brunchy type thing, maybe like a late brunch, like one or two. That's like afternoon tea. That's yeah. what a civilized folk would consider to be afternoon tea. Uh Seven PM EST. Okay. Uh
1: All right, Art. I would say I would give it. I think it was cool. I think it was a little better than average. I'll give it a 6.
2: Or it has to be a 7 for sure.
1: A 6.5. All right, let's average it. 5.5 7 5 5 6.5. Plus 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 5 plus 6. What do you what do you think this is? Sounds like it's going to be like a 6. 5.8. It's a it's a 6. You got it. All right, Tokyo Revengers gets a six on my uh my anime list objective rating.
2: That's like a generous six, too.
1: It really is. Six is on par. (laughs) Oh, you want to know the other sixes? Oh, I think it'll be to be fair. You thought you thought it would have been like a nine if it wasn't for the final arc, so I guess I do.
2: There, I do. I do think it would have been like a nine. What else is like a six? So for me my other sixes were fairy tale i could see where somebody would think fairy tale is a six like i'm not completely mad at that cuz it really depends on how you deal with like the mashima antics you know what i mean
1: yeah i uh, and now, i mean this is looking like objective really inter- i don't really take entertainment as like if as a big criteria for these right i'm just talking about like how the story is written right and Seven Deadly Sins was a six, but I think this was like, like, this one was like a 6.3, whereas like Tokyo Avengers was like a
2: 5.8. I guess, I, I, I what about is it the inconsistencies and in the random happenings of the plot that make Fairy Tale a six for you? Or is it, um, something? well,
1: so, like overall, you know, uh, take into account a lot of the things. I think the plot is what brought the score down the most. Mm. Um, I would say for sure. And that is a big thing. Like it's, it, like you said, it's inconsistent. Um, it doesn't really. It kind of doesn't, kind of go through or fall through the plot. I mean, it kind of uses power of friendship to kind of bail itself out in certain circumstances. Of everything. <laughs> um, and it's not like Master was not capable. Like we've seen, he writes Eden Zero. He knows what he. He knows how to write. We, we know this. I think he was just kind of having fun with fairy tail <laughs> So that's kind of how I perceive it. Um but you know not bad not bad we'll do one more and then we'll end. we'll call it a day. Uh, are you caught up? Well, I don't think the song is ended. Um I'm not. Did I do Death Note? Let me see if I did Death Note. I have not done Death Note. That's fire. Note? All right, we'll do a Death Note. Let's see if we agree. Let's see if we agree. All right, Death Note. We're doing the anime this time because I 100 did not read the manga. Manga's better.
2: Okay, anime plot. Plot of Death Note. How good is it? I think it's good. Like you understand what the main characters' goals and aspirations are very, very, very early. Yeah, I agree.
1: And then obviously the relationship between him and um, L, and their kind of the duality between the two. But I guess the big like I think everything is pretty written, pretty clean, done of pretty clean. Nothing crazy, but very like convoluted in terms, in terms of like the strategies he u- he does with the Death Note. But the big like, I swear if you say what I'm going
2: to say, bro. Oh my god! The big, that- the, the big kind here of here you real, go.
1: The big thing that people don't like about Death Note, uh, the biggest issue they have in terms of the plot, the ending.
2: Oh near. Near and mellow. See, that's the thing, bro. Like, you don't understand. What did you think I was going to say? I thought you were going to say that oh, the, the second part of it was bad with near and mellow. Well, I mean, that's kind of what I'm talking about, right? But see, that's the thing though. Near and mellow together are supposed to be like getting close to like to like L if they're together. But like it's it's the fact that light didn't respect them because individually they were not anywhere close to l that is why light was overconfident because he didn't see them as a real challenge it's like it's like everybody's missing the the actual point
1: i mean i see you but at the same time like you're trying to be the even evil overlord overlooking something that simple is terrible
2: Oh my gosh, you just you you Terrible. and then the real thing that did him in is like him believing in like other people to carry his like dirty work with that one guy I forget his name. But like it's and, and that's like a constant flaw of light is like expecting people to like do what he needs them to to do.
1: Have you seen uh Bungo Stray Dogs?
2: I've not.
1: I'm just gonna say, if Light ever went into Bungo Stray Dogs, the detective in there would run laps around Light. Like it wouldn't even be funny. It would be disgusting. He would probably have a mental breakdown if he uh when I got went up
2: against the detectives in those in know, that series. Light's definitely there, one of the smartest characters.
1: Oh, he gets lapped. The two dete- the there's three individuals in Bungo Stray Dogs that lap lap uh Light. And L to be fair. Both of them. So um but that said the plot I thought overall the plot is pretty interesting. I mean, I, I to be honest, to be completely objective, in terms of like Death Note and my feelings regarding the, the ending, I was never one of those ones that had the biggest like like hate boner of the
2: ending. I never I didn't I didn't feel that way when the ending happened. Um, it's just, just cuz L's more of a like a character. Like L has more personality than Near and Mello. So it's like
1: I agree, but I do think the the fumble on light ends is kind of pathetic on his side. So, the fumble
2: light end. Yeah.
1: You know, being overly cocky. Like imagine losing the two people, bro. You're trying to take over the world. Like what are we doing?
2: But like, the thing kinda... but that's Light's character though. He 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 is cocky. Like there's multiple times against L that he thought he won. And then he thought he had L like Light is cocky like that's his character that's one of his flaws so it's like I, it's I just weird that people much... take away from him when that's his thing though
1: I think he took much more cave- careful measure when he was uh, up against L and I guess like he would
2: constantly underestimate L and then L would surprise him so he had to like be better
1: yeah I mean for someone who kind of considers him Excel so smart. Like at the end of the day, you barely outsmarted one person, and then you got completely dwarfed by two people. Like the world has billions <laughs> of people. <laughs> like it was one of ones he,
2: if you think about it, he didn't really respect L until afterwards. Until after L was already dead, is when he really seen him as like a challenge. But like, but like prior to that, he did like during it. He didn't really see L as worthy of a challenge until like it was like bam, he just is.
1: Mm. with that said uh what, what would you give the rating of the plot
2: i mean the plot was cool like it wasn't anything crazy because like i don't think de- like it was unique probably like a seven it's like seven
1: i'd agree with the seven uh characters i mean it gets heavily carried heavily carried by light now like and l. all the other like,
2: people love l they they like yeah l. light and l that's just so said
1: um and i guess you could bring
2: in um you better not say her. Were you? Oh, I, I thought you were gonna say me. So, was, so you can just put that back. I was not gonna say that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: all the other characters besides those three were like not relevant, to be honest. And I guess I mean to be fair, near and mellow, but like they're only relevant because
2: knows. of of
1: L. L. Yeah. So, do we think they should get good? The character rating should it be a good rating considering how good the those two characters are or should it be like an average rating considering how the rest of the cast is kind of mid
2: i mean it's like a different kind of story where it's like the story is set up to where for the vast majority these two characters are like the driving force to me and like that's how i think oba wanted it to be so i mean i would give it a good rating myself just because of that but i could see where other people who don't value that as much as me wouldn't
1: yeah, I think there's some, I think this is one of those contextual situations where you have to kind of take into account that there's a focal characters and all the other characters don't matter as much. And the, the rivalry between the two is really important. Um, so I would give the characters, I would, I would, considering Light and L, there's really, honestly, they, they're iconic in anime, like history arguably one of the best rivalries of all time. And both of them are usually are mentioned as two of the greatest characters of all time. So uh, I'll give it eight. Mm. Well, wow, that's, that's pretty high. I think they deserve it. For you. What do you give it? For characters? Yeah. i don't say another seven. Okay. 7.5. Okay. I'm a little higher on it. On the... You know, I, I respect uh, Impact. You know what I'm saying? Quan, I respect Impact. Impact's important, bro. Y'all be making fun of me, but Impact is important. Okay, what about... uh? As for setting, I really wish they dove into, like, the demon world
2: and the, the Death Note lore more, and I just don't think they did that. They didn't. I, it's like, I get it. It wasn't supposed to be about that. Like, it. it really wasn't. So, like... <sighs> I get it. I kind of wish it was, but it It wasn't supposed to be about that. But like
1: some type of explanation on it would be helpful to understand the story better. It existed, bro. That's all we need to know. (laughs) (laughs) Death gods just be dropping death notes just cause like it
2: It existed. That's the important part. Honestly, I'm going to have to give it like a five. For setting, I mean, that, that's the thing with these settings that are just in Japan. It's like it's hard to give them more than like a five because it's like,
1: what it's am I supposed not... to
2: take away from that?
1: Exactly. And they don't really explore. And that also goes in hand with the plot just being okay. Like,
2: they didn't really explore much behind the relationship between two characters. And It, it, it kind of also sucks because they did talk a lot about, like, Oh, light's killing people around the world, but we really don't. I mean, the most we get to hear about it is, oh, crime is down and wars have stopped. Yeah, they could
1: have brought that up more in terms of like. I get it, where like it would be
2: kind of weird if they like, because then it's like it would be like, where's light at? You know, like we don't care about what's happening in freaking Brazil. Like, there's a way to
1: kind of show his world,
2: uh, like
1: pressure presence without like. Focusing on those places. I just don't think they. They sh- they kind of highlighted. How impactful Light really was. I don't think they highlighted mm. that enough.
2: Like uh, I see. you, uh, That's fair. Like if they only gave like some more perspectives. I, I guess. Yeah
1: exactly. I think that would have helped kind of. Give credence to who Light was. To the world as a whole. Like we know that he killed a lot of people. We know that he's like. Like you said there's we heard that. Off like this random saying on the TV in the background. He, right. But it wasn't a focal point. You know what I'm saying?
2: Um, so yeah, I say five. What do you say? Yeah, five, because it's just like it just doesn't mean anything when it's just Japan, you know, it's just it's like blah.
1: Agreed. Okay. Now this is the powerful one, but we're not gonna go there yet. Animation. I think it was good for the era. I think it was really good for the era. I think it even holds up to this era, though. Like, I would agree. I would go as high as, like, 8. I think it was extremely
2: clean. I, I, I can agree with that, especially when you, like, factor in the era. It was really good. I think it probably will hold up. I think
1: it's pro- you could argue it's, like, timeless. I I feel like there you could definitely argue some animations are timeless in terms of their animation. I think you could argue this is one of them.
2: I, I can because there aren't because since it was like a short thing like just like a two-parter there isn't any instances or moments where there's like it's long enough for there to be a huge quality drop and it's not like super duper long where it's like well this is like people can't like digest it i guess yeah so it's like it's like a good mixture of like of like how long the series has ran versus the quality of it yeah i, I, I agree. would agree with this being timeless unless we Unless everything is just animated by MAPPA and UFOTABLE in the future, I would see it being timeless. <laughs> and they give
1: their workers better wages.
2: Right, <laughs> right bro. It's freaking slave right. trade over there.
1: Theme. Probably the, the most powerful thing about Death Note. The in, like, the innate message that it's selling.
2: I think the theme is probably one of the strongest parts. It's because, like, there is a legitimate debate about it that you could have. And that's really contentious going either way. Of like was what light was doing was right, like is it right to kill evil people quote unquote for the betterment of others? It's a legitimate it, conversation
1: it's a definitely a big like philosophical debate because the even people question whether or not light was even
2: a villain. Right?
1: I really don't think
2: he was that bad personally, like obviously I don't agree. we've had this conversation a bunch of times. I don't agree with what he did, but objectively, he was making the world better. Crime was down seventy percent, and wars has stopped. Objectively, that's better.
1: Or are you? Are you? Are you uh, would you say the same thing about the purge?
2: Does crime go down and war stopped?
1: Have you seen the purge? That's one of are selling I marks.
2: I haven't seen any of them, so no, I, I don't know what happens. <laughs> well, all, the, the
1: to help. So the based on their, um, you know, what the purge is about, right?
2: Yeah, it's like every night they get to like commit crimes. Just, Not like, just, every uh, night,
1: once a year. Okay, once a year, a year. Once a year, people all crime is legal besides like, like very 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 extreme ones, mm-hmm. um, but all crime is legal, including murder, mm-hmm. and people can do whatever they want on one day of the year, and as a result of this program, economy's better. Uh, there's more less crime overall, and kind of the big big things that are like going on is like a lot of these people are like killing homeless people. Um,
2: so, <laughs> it's not funny,
1: <laughs> but they're killing homeless people. You know what I'm that's Why one of the biggest. Don't
2: look down and say it again. Because
1: like, <laughs> that... that's the big selling point. They're getting rid of like all these people. <laughs> it's not that's funny. helping the, the the helping the economy. So would you say objectively, the birds are making?
2: Yes, Everything yes. If there it. are trackable metrics, if crime is down, then yes, it objectively it is a, it is better.
1: Interesting. Cancel Quan. Anyway, no,
2: it's 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 numbers. You can't cancel the numbers.
1: Okay. With that said, I I agree that the theme of Death Note is extremely powerful. Like it's one of those biggest debates that you can have in terms of like what the anime is trying to tell people. Whose side are you on? Kind of similar to Attack on Titan, but we're not talking about Attack on Titan right now. But um, Death Note is a very powerful series in terms of the message. So I would say the Thieve deserves like a nine. I don't think it's necessarily a 10. but I I was also
2: going to say a nine. That's what I was going to say.
1: Okay. All right.
2: It's not like groundbreaking. You know me. I never give anything a 10. So.
1: Okay. Seven, all right, let's do some averages, 7.5 plus 5 plus 8 plus 9 divided by 5. What do you think this is? 8, and a half. and a half. Oh, that's close, 7.3. You're off
2: at 0.2. Hey. So with that said, I think that's actually cool. low for our overall rating of Death Note. I think it, it, it sucks because you can't really weigh everything in different amounts. But the setting is dragging Death Note score down, but the setting isn't, like, super important, though.
1: But I think that's important in terms of, like, really diagnosing a series objectively because these are all criteria of storytelling. Because at the end of the day, even though Death Note is really interesting and really good, the scope of what Death Note is is just not... It doesn't hit a ceiling that other series hit. Like, for example, um, my current, like, objective anime list, the naruto is an is an eight and fma is an eight now fma brotherhood's an eight the reason why brotherhood's an eight is because like it kind of takes a liberty because it doesn't really adapt the first part of its series because fma already did it right so that liberty brings it down because if you're like a unbi if you're a fan that knows nothing about the original fma you you are you're kind of missing You're gonna be everything. a yeah. You're
2: gonna be a little confused. Like you're gonna be like, wait, why are these people already really close to each other? Like,
1: yeah, a lot of context so, is missing. So that's why FMA Brotherhood is an eight instead of being closer to a nine or a ten. Um, but like I said, even like scaled down, FMA Brotherhood and Naruto are both eight. Um, Mob Psycho is a six, so it's better than Mob Psycho, and. It is it's technically a 7.3, but you can't do percentage like points on Mal. So it's just like think a higher rated seven versus or a low or higher rated seven, I guess.
2: I personally Um, don't know how Naruto is an eight. Like Naruto's a strong seven. Um, I think it just it like it just encompasses too many great because the, the setting for Naruto isn't even that good. Cause like this is what I was saying. Oh, we're like well, No, listen to, listen to me. Listen to me. Because setting for these like heavily isolated series like Death Note or My Hero, where it's only supposed to be in one area, it's not supposed. But setting
1: to be. is not just like geography. It's not. It's history. It's lore. It's world building too. Like you were talking about. So it, it encompasses all of that. And Death Note doesn't really have any of that. Like it doesn't have a lore, it doesn't have a history. My hero at the very least has lore with All For One and the quirks with uh, their power but system. Just no
2: isn't about the Shinigami, so it's like them getting into it would be kind of weird. It would get away from what it's supposed to be about.
1: But like we like I said, like the fact that it doesn't have that is points deducted um to an extent. But also the fact that what it does provide, it doesn't provide it to a strong amount. And like I said, we talked about it. It didn't really show the perspective of the world on, on death on light's impact. So this and considering he's such an important figure, and the reason why L is getting involved is because he's this important figure, it just kind of highlights uh the role of Kira on the world stage. And it also kind of build onto that theme better if we like see people like endorsing the idea that he's saving the world
2: and then we have this one detective. We, but the thing is we do we hear about it on the uh, news that this whole do, but it's
1: not a strong enough which is why it's, it's not, a big uh, thing
2: uh, there's a lot of people that are on the side of Kira like oh Kira's making the world better it's a whole thing i mean it's but not they don't a plot
1: flush line. it out that's all. they that's, don't that's flush a, it out it's
2: not though so it's not supposed to be no
1: then it get to, well, I don't think it needs to have like a whole plot line, but it can't. So, what be do you want? They, they brought it up. Flush it out. It is,
2: just
1: is because not, you bring something if you want out to doesn't mean it out, not so want to out. be a whole plot line. No, I just needed to be. When you say plot line, that means like a whole like story focused on that. I'm just saying when you're when you're kind of developing who Kira is, you could flush it out in bits and pieces throughout this series. And I don't
2: think they flushed that. It's out. not a super long series though, so it's like. That's no, their fault. I, I'm not. I'm like. everything has not to giving. be 700 chapters long. This was
1: 37 episode. Was it 37? 37 episodes. It could have been 50. Code Geass was 50. FMA was 50.
2: It's only 12. Brotherhood.
1: Brotherhood is 50. It wasn't meant to be long. It's only 12. But that's values. not my fault. That's the creator's fault. He did not give me points on stuff story. you don't. That's okay. They're not getting points for them not flushing this out. Then.
2: No, I can't give you points on stuff you don't do. Like that's not how it works. You know what I'm saying? It has a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we're just being objective here in terms of like a bit, in terms of entertainment. That's not extremely entertaining. It's a hundred percent on
2: Rotten Tomatoes. Isn't so Barbie? A... Isn't that Barbie movie like a ninety? Uh, let me check right right now. <laughs> I do think a hundred percent is kind of wild. On oh,
1: Rotten Tomatoes? is it the anime. Because Death Note is a good
2: gateway anime. It really is. It is a 90. You are correct. (laughs) Oh, who is this main actress and what has she been in? Because I feel like the name seems. Margot Robbie. She's uh, Harley Quinn. There we go. That's what it is. I was like, why does this person seem so familiar? Yeah. She bad, man. She bad, bro. I
1: don't know. We'll do I'll, I'll do one more because I did want to go, but I have a few min- more minutes, so I'm gonna do one more. Um
2: let's see if we can get a little bit more. Care if I, I go P real fast before you start this. Okay, one. Go for it. Go for right.
1: it. Okay, we got we got some options. We got some options here. But I, I mean overall, I think you know, even though I mean seven concepts alone, it's just it's an objective reading. People need to take. People need to realize the, the reason why these objective ratings are objective, uh, that are important is because they encapsulate everything that it that uh it takes to create a story, right? Um, you know, what I'm saying that's kind of the difference between an FMA Brotherhood and a Death Note. Whereas, like, I think the character dynamic to Death Note, you could argue, is very strong. Very powerful, arguably stronger or on par with FMA. The fact that FMA builds their story and their lore and their, in their, in the world, they're setting more, they give more points. Death Note didn't do that. They don't get points for it. Goat Gias, another one. They build their, they're setting more. They build the history of the, of the Gias. They build the dynamics of, uh, this one country kind of controlling the world in Japan. So, this is just important. Like, if you're creating a story, these five elements. Um, technically, you don't need art slash animation. Like, this is a fifth element that only is exclusive for like visual stories. But uh, the four are like must: plot, characters, setting, theme. These are like the mo- four most important things. All right, I'm back. All right. All right, we'll figure we'll find our final series to talk about. So, we got uh, I know for a fact you haven't watched Nietzsche Joe, it's hilarious, it's a little cute, hilarious series. Croco's Basketball,
2: I have seen that one, yeah. All of it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I read the manga too.
1: I feel like we'll, we'll do I don't like how series- that
2: silence was. That silence felt like there was some judgment in there.
1: No, I'm mean, I, I I appreciate it because Kuroko's <laughs> basketball is <laughs> my
0: like was-
2: favorite. It's actually my favorite sports anime. But like, I don't think you've seen that many sports anime
1: though. I've seen any Kuroko. I've seen Ice Shield. I've seen Ice Shield's trash.
2: Though that's the thing. Ice Shield's not good. Nah, it's not. It's trash. really bad, bro. You need I to watch see- Ace No Diamond. That one is. I've
1: seen a good portion of Ace No Diamond, and then I dropped it.
2: It's um, literally Black Clover, but with baseball.
1: The only thing Black Clover about it, which I do agree, is the two main characters with Fuu and
2: Saramora. He's literally voiced by Unos voice actor.
1: Yeah, Fuu is literally Yuno. Saramora is literally Asa. Like, they're the, same, it's the, same. like <laughs> the same thing. Like, if not you lie. like Black
2: Clover, you'd like Ace No Diamonds. Literally, I like
1: Fuu, but I hate how like. I
2: don't like Samora.
1: I like I dislike. You I do. like do You not like Aasta
2: also? Then like I
1: like Asa more than Samora. I do not. Why like
2: they're the same person? Samora
1: is annoying, but he more goes too far though. Like Asta, like knows when to chill. Like Samora does not know when to chill.
2: No, because he he had his moments when he was, like, sad and stuff. He's had more characterization than Asa because he actually had a sad... That's because
1: he keeps... He doesn't know how to chill. That's why.
2: (laughs) No, (laughs) when when all all of the chips are down, he tries to get serious. He really does. When all the chips are down.
1: Maybe I'll pick it back up one of these days. I guess it depends
2: on where you stopped at, though, for you to I stopped
1: after, though, the first class of, like, seniors disappeared. And then like, Furio kind of took over as the main
2: ace, and then they... Oh, I think dude, it's it so deep, because there's so much development for Bro, because he's, like, for Sawamura, because it not that when he's having that moment where he can't throw down the, the middle or something? It's something um, going on with him where he, like, is, like, affected. Like, it's, like, a mental thing for him.
1: I think I remember that moment, but I think there was a scene where they they kind of pissed me off, where they are trying to hype up Samura over for you, and then, you know, I, I dropped it. Um... So, just go for you, bro. He's better. Anyway, anyway, with that, well, one of these days I'll watch the rest of it. Uh, Did you Kuroko. watch the other
2: basketball one? Was it like Ahi No Sora?
1: Um, I dropped that one too. Um, I watched a good <laughs> chunk of it. I just, uh, bro, I just, I hate when they put some weird, cringe-ass
2: relationships in the series, bro. It's See that like, one, it was that one was realistic though. Like the relationship between bro and like his mom was like really sad though.
1: No, it's the relationship, between bro, and that tall girl. Like, there's like, oh, that's so cringe, bro. There's like, chemistry there. It made more sense with him and the that one, uh, the blonde girl, and then her and that other guy. But then they're trying to make it say, like, No, nah, that girl likes the short dude." Like, bro, get out of here. No, she doesn't. Shut up. Got,
2: I mean, I, I dropped that one because it got kind of sad.
1: I dropped that one because, like, I hate I. You know what I really hate? I'll be honest. You call me a hater if you want. I hate when they. Put things in series that gives this unrealistic expectation.
2: So, what what was that in that
1: show? Well, the the fact that that short dude was going to get that tall girl. That's oh my so gosh. Short people can't date tall people. Is that what you're saying, RT? Not to that extent. They, they, they oh was my gosh, guys, bro. bro. Really good. And they kind of, it was annoying because they kind of built, they tried to build up her and the other dude
2: who was also a main character. And I like. I know, that. but that, that was the whole conflict of it, though. There's a whole that's conflict. That's stupid. So. And no, you know. got to see how it resolves for you to be like it's stupid because nah, it was cool. nah,
1: I'm not trying to see the short dude with the tall girl. I'm, Nah, oh my I'm gosh. good on that. I'm good
2: on that. I'm, sorry. Did, I'm good on that. Did you watch all of Hajime no Ipo?
1: No, that thing's long as hell. I it's I good though. It's really good though. It's, it's, so promise, long, bro. it's
2: the best one. It's it's easily the best one. Easy. It's so long. Easy. One of these days. One of
1: these days. Have you watched music.
2: any of it? It's the best one free. I promise. I you. tried,
1: but it was so long. It's no, like, no, you got to do it.
2: It's the best one free, bro. I've watched it twice. It's really good. Um, and I literally have not watched anything except for like One Piece, but like, it's the best one. Too long.
1: Maybe one of these days. Well, we'll keep going. One of these days we'll do objective series about sports series. Um, Parasite, The Maximum. Now we're gonna have
2: to do that, right? Uh,
1: one Punch Man, K Return of Kings. I you probably ever seen K?
2: The first. Oh, I've heard of it. It's that one that has that very interesting inform uh, animation. And all the like negative Korean undertones. Is there negative Korean undertones? Oh, yeah, big ones. Yeah, it's a big deal. It was some controversy when, when it came out about it. Oh, uh, probably. It shows a lot of shows a boy. lot of like Japan's natural anti-Korean sentiments. It's interesting if you look into it. Um, I don't really care about that stuff, but the the series LOL a... Mr. Controversy himself doesn't
1: care about it. Yeah, but I hate when people say there's undertones, but there—I don't know. I don't. I, t- I no, tend to believe. It,
2: it, it's like an underlying thing in anime that doesn't get brought up a lot is how many anti-Korean sentiments are within Japanese anime. That I is,
1: mean, just...
2: you know, you know me—I'm very anti all of this stuff. I so I don't. I would have
1: to, I, it'd have to—it'd have to be apparent for me to care. If it's not apparent, that well, you
2: don't know about anything that. about the innate Korean jet. Ja- Japanese that dynamic. So for an Americans like ourselves, it wouldn't really. Be I mean, American. if
1: they start saying stuff about Korean people, then it's. Oh my bear, gosh, bro.
2: they're not gonna say it like, like they're not just gonna come out and say it like, oh, we hate Koreans. Like they're not just gonna say that in the manga or in the anime. Like it's gonna be. Hey, like- Anyway.
1: <laughs> Can't Return of Kings though very interesting. It's very <laughs> colorful animation. I, I do like this series. It's a that's your really segue from anti Korea. It's very colorful. <laughs> yeah, facts. Um, <laughs> uh, Bungo Stray Dogs I think is amazing. I already did one on Mob Psycho Made in Abyss. I already I haven't full done full one. Full you. Um, I haven't seen the second season. I mean. And I remember bits and pieces of the first one. The only
2: you see, that, like remember the trailer for for this new one? No. Fully Cooly Grunge?
1: No. Nah, I am not to be fair, I'm not like Fully Cooly is one of those series where it was like interesting at the time, but I'm not really invested in, in the series. Oh well. It's like it doesn't it's not like one of those stories to kind of get invested into in my opinion.
0: But I mean, but, I mean cool.
1: if you want to, I guess. Um Somali, The Force, Spirit. I guess we could do Fire Force. We've both seen all of it, right? Or,
2: yeah, seen watched yeah, as much as, as we can. Have you seen... I mean, have you read the manga? Fire Force, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, okay. i not even all the way up, but yeah.
1: All right, let's do objective rating on the Fire Force manga. All right. And this is going to wrap it up. All right, Fire Force. Plot. I think we talked about it a little bit already. Yeah. I think we said it. I mean it's 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 entertaining. It has some deep stuff that they try to go into. Um you know, trying to figure out what is going on with the world, everything's corrupt, you know what I'm saying? Every basically everything's corrupt, to be honest. Essentially, um, like it's all I just effed up. Um, you know, very, I mean, it's basically like Shinro, just kind of fixing everything, I guess.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, because it kind of just is. I would say, I don't know. What do you, What do you think? I don't, I don't. I'm trying to gauge like the storytelling in Fire Force, and I'm trying to figure out what I, what's the best way to kind of gauge it. Because I don't think it's that. Like, it tries to get deep, but overall, I don't think the story's that
2: complex. I mean, I don't think it ever, like... See, it, it tries to get complicated to me. Like, uh, to me, it's just, like, it's more of a complicated thing. Where they're like, oh, yeah, let's try to get real in-depth with our power systems and everything. Like, oh, And let's try to get real in-depth with, like, all the stuff that's going on behind the scenes, but... Yeah, the only... I mean, the big thing about the
1: story is, like, there's, like, oh, how far does this corruption go? But other than that, it's like, you know, Shenro saving people. Shenro's like the chosen one. Uh, and a couple other people are like sacrifices to this big organization. Yeah. So I don't know. I guess we can dive into the theme a little bit more to kind of get our full thoughts. I would say the plot, honestly, I'll give it a solid. Beginning, middle, ending, too. The ending was cool. The ending was better for me because obviously I've seen Soul Eater. Right. Uh, if I didn't see Soul Eater, I wouldn't care.
2: Which is um, fair. I
1: would say the, uh, it's wavering between six and seven for me.
2: For what's the, the exact plot. category name? The plot. Mm, it's like. I'm going to go with 6, because I feel like it makes up uh, another thing. So I'm going to go 6. Alright, I'll, I'll, I'll concede a 6. It, it, well. It's fair. It is in between 6 and 7, but I'm going to lean more towards 6 than 7. I don't <laughs> agree. Alright. Next we
1: go with characters. Now, this is definitely a place they hit, other than Tamaki. Yes. Um, so, the characters. Arthur's amazing. is amazing. Joker was interesting. Um, got other... Fire Force Obi. Um, it's yeah, funny. I, cause it I, don't even, I
2: don't even consider Arthur like a good character. He's just a really enjoyable character because his like. It's one of those things where like execution of character is almost better than the actual character themselves. Like 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 the execution matters more than whatever they're supposed to be, and whatever they were going for with Arthur, they executed it really 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 well.
1: Yeah, because my big thing when I'm kind of diagnosing a character is, like, character development is a part of it. You know, Arthur has little to none. But, like, his role in the story is, like, perfect. Yes. And then, his uh, obviously, his entertainment value is extremely, like, people really love It's so you know, high. <laughs> so um, funny. So, like, those are two big prongs. And even though he has little to no character development, those things are good enough to kind of consider him a good character for what he is. I agree. So, I'd say the characters overall, I'll give a seven.
2: I'm going seven. Mm, for characters, I almost want to give like a freaking... I almost want to say characters are like... Ooh.
1: Also, none of these characters, if being completely honest, like Transcend and Fire Force.
2: I mean, that's fair. Like they don't they're not like, oh my gosh, I've never seen anything like this before in my life. Yeah, and they're not like characters that like
1: or based on their role, they they can uh capture an audience as a whole. Like your best chance was Arthur and Benny Maru, and they just didn't I think it's because they weren't focal enough characters, which is why I didn't hit as much. It's
2: weird because they were and they weren't. Like <laughs> it's like they were super focal, like important characters. Like because if you argue like after Shinra, who's like the most important characters, like you would say like Biddy Maru and Marwan, like Arthur. Yeah. Like, but it's just they just didn't make it, unfortunately. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I agree. Like they it's, a, right a
1: very it's a very interesting scenario, but it's just they're just because like I mean I'm gonna try to be fair because when I think of Soul Eater, I personally think you could argue Death the Kid and Black Star transcend Soul Eater.
2: Sure. Even though I feel like it's kind of weird how I think Maka is actually written very, very, very well, but it's just weird that it doesn't like translate for some reason.
1: I, I agree to that. I feel like Maka gets I, probably unwarranted hate, but I do think her character is really good. I also think Soul is a very interesting character. Dude,
2: they think. are like that main group. Like Maka and Soul are so slept on, but I guess it's it's just that Death and it's just that Death and um Black Star is just like they're so they're so good. Yeah,
1: they're so. <laughs> yeah they're, i mean they're just like so good like you said you know so it makes
2: it tough yeah they're just like wow like <laughs> and
1: i just think arthur and Benamar just don't hit as much uh and arthur i get he i think arthur had his best chance cause the dragon fight definitely gave a lot of points for arthur but i don't that one fight is i don't think is enough uh,
2: it, it isn't like it's not enough to just put you on like the, this like level to be yeah, like, oh yeah, this is like the best. Like this is like, every every story needs some of this.
1: Oh yeah, I agree. Whereas I, like, oh, Death, a kid, bro. Every story needs Death. <laughs> Blackstar too. He's, <laughs> he's, he's a bad cocky kid that always wants to go down, bro. Come on.
2: Like, and Blackstar was like, they really took the like copy trope and like Danger mastered it with with, with Death. Yeah,
1: I, I I love both. Uh, I think those both of those characters are great for, for what they provided. And it was great how all three of them, Maka, Death, and Blackstar, are so important in the final arc, too. All three, yes. all three of them. It was very needed. Um. So, yeah, I'll go seven
2: for characters. I'll probably go eight. I, I think that, that that trio's groups just held it down, like, so well. Okay. What trio? Of, well it's like a trio of groups so like death maka and- No we're talking about Fire Force not Soul Eater. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I got switched up for some reason.
1: If we're talking about Soul Eater, I would agree. Yeah, I probably would agree. It was just eight. weird
2: cuz we were talking about it so much that my brain just like switched to Soul Eater. I get, if we don't want to just Fire Force, it's freaking it's probably like a seven. Okay. I, exactly. I think Soul Eater's characters are just better. Like <laughs> which isn't like, like a slight cuz I think Fire Force is good
1: but like for I'm like the the best version of medusa they have was uh How howman How Man doesn't even touch medusa exactly um, like i think the i think I, I can see some vision of characters that they tried to translate to their series like i feel like krona was the um that
2: one big dude oh that like charon or Chiron, whatever his name is supposed to be yeah
1: to be fair, soul. Oh, actually, I was about to say, Soul Eater doesn't have a um. What's his name? The black guy, but the Soul Eater literally has one that's like a badass with his cool oh, powers.
2: That guy with like the freaking gauntlets and and the glasses. Yeah, he was actually mad cool. I wish he was in it more. Like, if I had to complain, like, I wish he was like more involved in the story. But
1: but he did get a good scene.
2: I he did he got a really good fight. So. Which is important. So, you know, I'm not I'm not completely mad at it.
1: Honestly, I wish, now that I'm thinking about it, I wish they kind of made the connection between Arthur, Excalibur, and Excalibur. And
2: Star- yes, like the actual more. Excalibur, I wish they would have done it, like, outside of just name references, but, like, Full just went in on it.
1: Because Excalibur literally is the personality of Arthur. So. Well,
2: Excalibur's kind of annoying, though, whereas Arthur's just stupid. Oh, yeah. Excalibur takes it to another level of, like, <laughs> Arthur's personality.
1: So I wonder, like, I feel like at the, in that in that end time skip where, like, everybody's, like, grown, I and feel like it's a perfect opportunity to kind of show Arthur have, creating Excalibur. We almost need a still. middle series. <laughs> of, like, them in their time skip and then leading yeah. up to
2: Soul Eater. Yeah, like, we almost need a middle one. That that might really, f- like, fill it all the way in. I wouldn't mind it, honestly. Long, it, I mean, if he does what he's already done twice, I wouldn't mind it at all.
1: Because it would be a prequel of the Soul Eater series, because obviously there's a lead-up to uh, Death, the Kishin, how society kind of became what it became <laughs> in right. the first place. So, and I don't... I forget... Because I remember Death was telling the story to Kid, right? At the end? Yeah. I for, Did he say his relationship with Shinra? Or, I forget. The,
2: or did he not? I don't think he did, because everybody just kind of realized that he looked just like Shinra. I wonder if...
1: But well, Shinra's was, powers are so different, so it's hard to kind completely of... Completely
2: different, yeah. Uh, it's not like... Because n- none of the powers are even remotely close,
1: exactly. Which is good. So interesting. You know, I mean, you know, it'll be interesting. Anyway, um, themes, fire force. They this is like how they try to get extremely convoluted with like the whole like religious stuff too. Like Shinra being, it was like a who
2: was was Shinra Shinra was the kind of like the messiah. Yeah, that's what he's supposed to be. It's like, the, like, chosen one type deal. They thought it was show, but it was Shinra. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, it kind of could be show too, because he didn't have a dad, either.
1: Yeah, they got extremely deep with this, and um, I just don't think it was, like, necessary.
2: Yeah. No? I mean, Not really I, for, to be honest. It's because, like, show spent, like, that whole middle part of the series, like, brainwashed, which I think, like, took away from it. I don't know. It just felt... Like, he could have had more moments outside of, like, his initial, like, meeting with Shinra and then just, like, brainwashed until the, like, last moments.
1: I think what throws me up is, like, the series sets itself as, like, a series surrounded with everybody having fire powers. And then you bring out this angelic demon stuff in it and, like... If you kind of set yourself up as an angelic demon series versus like a series where everybody has fire powers, then I think that would have helped translate it
2: better. It's like, I get what they were going for with this whole bridge between like the fire powers and this whole like demon realm type deal. But yeah, it, it was kind of a hard sell. Yeah, because at the end of the series, like Shinra
1: was a god, and so was Taomei. So it's like, yeah. there's no fire powers here. There's like, they're just both gods.
2: It's so, a tough sell.
1: Not gonna lie, it's a, it's a it's
2: a hard sell.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I think they probably would have been better off if they kind of fed into the Soul Eater power system, but a little bit different. It would have been a dead giveaway though if they even would have went remotely close to it though. That's. I think that would have been fine though, because which, regardless, the, you're which, gonna
2: connect your series anyway. I mean you are, but they did a good job of keeping it relatively secret up until the last moments.
1: Yeah, but I, I wonder if it was worth it.
2: But that's you know, fair. like if, if the payoff at all, like all the payoff was really worth it. I mean it was it was hype, but I guess nobody really talks about it anymore. So maybe it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> like no one talks about it at all anymore. Yeah, exactly. Um, overall, the
1: theme with the. I don't even really know what you would say with like the chosen one, Messiah stuff, the end of the world stuff. Like they try to get really convoluted. I just don't yeah. know where they were really going for.
2: It did feel like they just tried to go for everything all at once after a point.
1: <laughs> yeah, Shinro was like a devil who kept his smile up for the people, I guess. It's like. I don't know. It's, it's like, what? Like. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, They're trying to become, I just don't think it was executed that well. So I can't really give the theme a high rating. No, no, like,
0: man. like you
1: said, nobody's really talking that deeply about Fire Force. The only thing they say, the only time I hear people talk about Fire Force is like the interesting powers and the like Arthur fight, to be
2: honest. Well, and, the the being fact, broken. and the fact that's like a prequel.
1: Yeah. Other than that, because
2: nobody like, talks about the intricate storytelling at all. That's true. Cause it kind of, it was almost like almost two, cause it, it was a lot to, to digest for like, your average reader. Cause even me, I was like, what am I even looking at? Yeah. So I would
1: have to give it like
2: a five, maybe that's fair. I'm not even mad at that I probably agree with you for real, over, real. like after, especially after we've talked about it a bit. Yeah. As for the setting.
1: So we have the whole fire force lore about them, like di- traveling through time and different worlds and, and-, and
2: dimensions.
1: And And they also
2: went to other continents. Didn't they go to China? I want to say.
1: Yeah, they went to other continents. There's also the aspect of like the different like systems and different companies having their own leaders and the Fire Force kind of power system, and then the aspect of the um, that other world. I forget what it's called. Adola. Yeah, Adola. Mm. So again, it's just it's a lot. (laughs) It's a lot of stuff.
2: But how well was it? And Adola's weird because they get into it, but then they don't get all the way, all the way into it.
1: Yeah, I just, Adola was a, was a thing, but like, it kind of, honestly, it reminds me of like how Blackstar was having
2: that one dream. Yeah, um, and they just kind of don't really get back into it.
1: Yeah. So like, it's Adola like, has interesting aspects, but I, I don't, honestly, this is another thing. I just don't know if it was really like, fleshed out. Well, yeah, that's fair. Um, I think it was interesting enough to kind of capture the audience to an extent, so I'd give it like
2: a six. Mm. See, when you all, I thought I might, I might give it a five for real, for real. Like, am trying to five talk a little bit.
1: <laughs> and then art, I think the art was really pretty good.
2: Um, oh, the art was great. The Art was definitely amazing. Oh, would you could, give it? I really are probably like it's like it's in between a six and a seven, but I'm trying to figure out where it leans more towards. You know, I'll be nice, give it a seven. That's fair. I could be, I can't be that nice. I'm gonna give it a six. <laughs> <laughs> All right, six. They have some crazy panels, though. Actually, ooh, I might be able to give it a seven because some of his color pages were like really great mm-hmm. with that, like graffiti esque style. Yeah, and I think uh, Shanghai's
1: form is really not well done. And I think how May's form is really well done too.
2: That's fair. I think okay, I'm 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 all in on the S7 then.
1: Uh okay, let's do some averages. Six point one is the final score.
2: That doesn't feel that crazy.
1: And in comparison to other Monk, uh, it has the same
2: rating as Tokyo Revengers. How do we feel about that? I feel like Fire Force is uh, 100% better.
1: I think the, the problem, but the reason why you think, because you were about to give Tokyo Revengers a 9 until the final
2: arc. That's true. That That is very true. The final arc ruins it, unfortunately.
1: Like, I, I, I think we got to realize, like, the final arc does ruin it and knocked it down, like, for you, three points or maybe two points, depending on your <laughs> yeah, rating.
2: Oh, like, three. No lie, bro. Like, three.
1: But I think it definitely, like, the, the final arc brought, the problem with Tokyo Revengers, overall, it was a really, really good series. I think they executed everything great until the final arc, whereas Fire Force, there's a lot of execution that just wasn't great. The biggest sells for Fire Force is just, like, it's interesting.
2: Yeah, it's very because it's very like unconventional, and the fact that he thought of so many different abilities off of fi- off of just pyro ki- kinetics, which is like kind of wild. Like I would have never thought of that many fire powers in a million years.
1: Yeah, I agree. So it's better than average. I um, mean, tale. I would say you know, for me, for a lot of these things, like once I get like more series, I could definitely like make sure I'm adjusting ratings because like. There, the not everything is the same. Like if I'm putting something out, if I'm talking about, I don't know, for example, Build King, right? Bill King probably probably get a three, <laughs> to be honest. So it's like you
2: know. it got axe. You can't fairly rate an axe series. Like I think there's a reason why it got axe. So it's like it's I mean, he like- he was going for too much. I mean that's that's all that was. He was trying to do too much.
1: He thought people would be interesting in a carpentry series, and and so I don't know
2: who told him that was okay. I mean, they were not... interested in Toriko, and that was about like food fighting. So it's people
1: bit... love food. Nobody loves carpentry, bro. Nobody. It's
2: so different. Toriko came out in a better environment for it to like have time to like.
1: Tell me one series. I... One. One where carpentry is like a... Even well, like a I mean, okay, trope. if you're going to say that, and that's not Because there's fair. a lot of series where a, f- a lot of food is a character trope. There's that's, not a series where carpentry not even is fair. a character trope. It's, it just doesn't exist. No it, one it, cares it's a character trope in one
2: ways. piece. Building a ship is not carpentry, if that's what you're trying to say. Frankie built a stairway on nothing in His Thriller whole thing Bar. is
1: building ships. No, Not but he remember perfect. he
2: built that stairway and it was just like on nothing. That was a trope right there. Oh my goodness. That's such a reach. Mate, I rest my case.
1: I'll I'll say this. Um, Marshall Master Assumi is decent, so I don't know if it's gonna get axed. Uh Noise Axe Noise Exorcist, the one that kind of like has the bleach vibe. Um, I'm 70% confident it'll get axed. Um, Ichinose Family Deadly Sins. I stand by that being one of the most creatively written series I've seen in a very, very long time. Um, that that, if that gets axed, I'll be I I think the readers just don't know what they're reading.
2: Uh, If that one gets axed to be completely honest, just laughing. You Uh, said the one had like a 70% chance of getting axed, it's like wow, for sure, bro. that's That's really high, it's not great.
1: Do retry. I'm like forty percent that it might get X.
2: Watch that be the one that actually stays around too. Do retry? It's possible. No, it's no, the one. No, the one that the one that you had said that that's probably going to get axed. But
1: you go ahead and read it. And you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. There's no way this series is surviving. If it does, he- they would have to take a whole new direction from what they are right now. Because that thing is made. Uh, It's so like it's like there's there's one chapter was about this fact that this guy couldn't look at girls with bathing suits because he was called like a perv back when he was a kid.
2: But I know I know you're not a fan of that kind of stuff, though. Hence why you like it's a battle series, a battle shonen. A whole chapter was about him not being able to see girls in bathing suits. I mean, Fire Force is also a battle shonen, and they had all that stuff going on with freaking assault. So. And that was and that was a canon chapter too. So But
1: Assault is a more adult theme. This is like I can't even look at girls with bathing suits. Is it though? It feels
2: like bathing suits? Come on, bro. I guess I mean Assault feels pretty childish to me, but <laughs> Assault is way
1: more adult theme, bro. Maybe it's cuz I'm old. I don't know. Uh, Head Gill is super interesting with the whole. I don't know if that one's gonna survive though. It's it's like a classic art style, but has one of the more interesting lords because it's diving into Norse lore.
2: I know a lot of people like Norse stuff, so yeah, might- I agree. So we'll see. But
1: well, that's all we get today. Hope you guys enjoy. Take care and peace.
0: <laughs> so. Amazing.